You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome to the Hello Sport Podcast. I'm from Qualified Opinion and I'm Wavering Bias. Back for another week, another revolution around the sun, Eddie. Uh, another day closer to death, as Pink Floyd would say. I believe Dior that. Um, but happy to be back here, Eddie. Happy to rip in with you for another week. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Something about today. Yeah? Don't know what it is. There's just something about today. Just something about today. Where you're just feeling it in your loins a little bit. Just feeling it, mate. Right. Just feeling it. Feeling at ease. Feeling yeah. like it's going to be a good one. Okay, well, that's good. That's good. Start with some high expectations. Now, a couple of things that we've got to get to, punters, dribblers, housekeeping, you know, overindulgent sort of sharing of knowledge. Uh, Admin. Things you've got to get to before we get into the sport, of which there's been a shitload. Oh, this pen. Mate. There's one of the a- great one of the great weekends for sport oval oval ball games. Well, like, certainly for football, oval ball rugby, games, but and even, rugby league. Even before we got in here, also you know, great weekend for goats or for people in goat conversations. It's, it, mate, okay. Well, I'll retract. It's been a great weekend for sport. It's been a great weekend for sport. Now, before we get into that sport, a couple of things. I think there's obviously a bit of a flag at half mast because the slippery bucks are out of the comp. Look, there is. Um, I actually forgot to talk about the Bucks last week. Forgot to talk us up. You never talk about the Bucks. I just I don't remember. I fucked if I know why. So we finished first, right? Minor premiers in Div One. No, down at Wentworth Park. You were minor premiers. Minor premiers, mate. We were. We were. You know, we were a bit indifferent to start the season. I'll be honest. We were indifferent, playing in different Oztag. And then somewhere along the way, we just the Bucks just found their stride, and Things we started clicked. to move the nut. We started to run with purpose. We started making our tags week in, week out. Defense was key. Defense mm. was critical. But we were moving the nut, letting the nut sing, Tom. Uh. Spreading it from edge to edge, running great lines, yeah. supporting the man, Proud supporting lines. the ball player. Proud like lines that mean something. Yeah. Lines that could stand up. You mate. can set your watch to some of those lines. Yes, take the lines like the seasons, dad. mate. Yeah. Like the seasons. Yeah, reliable. That's the lines we were running. We were playing tremendous. And what happened? And we went to another fucking level, mate. And we're now all of a sudden we're bloody minor premiers and we're going, holy shit, if we can get the Div 1 W at Wentworth Park, where they come from all over. Yeah. They come from all over to play Wentworth Park. It's tough, honest, hard, Oztag. Some of the toughest in the, in the bloody state. Too. Yeah, yeah. If we could get that W, I was just thinking about what that would mean for my legacy, right? <laughs> for my legacy. Because I was playing some good Oztag. For the grandkids. I was playing some good Oztag. Yeah. I was racking up some fucking tries and, Were some, you really? and some, some MVP uh, nominations. MVP, no, so not, not MVP wins. Three just... points. Some three-point performances. Oh, so at the end of each game, you guys give yeah. each other a 3-2-1. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And you were getting some threes. I was getting some threes. So I was in good nick. Wow. And we come in the other weekend uh, against, fuck if I can remember. Uh, and you we... didn't even make the final. No, we didn't. And we're up 2-0. Now, I don't want to blame the ref. But he didn't. He certainly didn't help us. He didn't want us to win. Uh, we're up 2-0. We're flying. Bucks have got the fucking the sails up, mate. Yeah. And forward pass, try to them. The, the ref ruled. We're defending on our line. We're up against it. Defending well. And he goes, eh, offside. Reckons we weren't back out on the line. Bullshit. Another crap call. So then we go to all. And then after that, he just... Look, I don't want to get too much into the refereeing, no. but it was fucking annoying. They were never back 10. Like, you'd get the ball at first receiver and then they'd rip your tags off. It's like, mm, how does that work? Mm. How does that work? Now, were you guys getting lippy with the ref? No, 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 no. He just, this ref just never liked us. I'll go into reasons off air why, but uh, he just didn't seem to vibe the bucks. But they, Reasons off air what you can't. Well, 
No. <laughs> I'll tell you later. Okay. I'll tell you later. He just didn't like our vibe. Yeah, okay. Now, we just got blown apart after that. I think it was 7-2 at the half, oh, and we were just out of the fight. No. It's hard to chase, it's hard to chase leads in a tag. Really I, I played randomly once a couple of weeks ago. Fucking tough game. Yeah, and we just... And, and there was fucking... We were down on troops. Benny was playing at 70%. His ankle was fucked. Richard's ankle was fucked. Uh, Dawn Stryker, Chris Dawn in front of the show, his shoulder was fucked. And we didn't have any reserves. We had fucking 15 men at the start of the season. We got two on the bench, fucking both shit and injured. <laughs> so I had to play the full 40, mate. When's... My engine's not cut out for 40 minutes Are straight of ice. 20 minute half, yes! <laughs> dude. Demanding. And these blokes were quick, so we we're doing a lot of defending on the edges. Where, where's the rest of the Bucks? Oh, I don't know, on the piss. Just... Away on holidays, fucking gallivanting around. Shit house. Well, Brace is filming a movie. He wasn't there. Yeah, I mean, understandably for, for Brace. Shout out, Bracey. Hope you're well, People bro. were injured. Bracey's coming back on the podcast, actually, in a couple People of People were making excuses. Look, I mean, at the end of the day, the Bucks played tremendously well. They played tremendously well. To get to the semi. Well, to, we, 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 just, we didn't play our best footy at, at crunch time. It's as simple right. as that. So do you think there's maybe a weak character in the team? Look, I just think that we didn't stand up when we needed to. Now, what, what reasons behind that, I won't. I mean, I won't dwell on. Yeah. Oh, we just turn our attention to Centennial Park, to the summer, to the Wood Ducks, and we turn our attention to redemption. Right. So it's it's that like this is that's all, all we're talking about. This now. is like documentary shit when it's like that's all we're talking about. All now. you know, all uh, all the Pistons care about are the Bulls. All the Bulls care about is the Pistons or whatever the fuck it is. In we just want to go down to Centennial Park and make a mark. And, pump, and I, I give pump you the, the Wood Ducks and punt the fucking Wood Ducks. And I give you that tip because of COVID, this season got pushed back, so they're really nudging up against each other. So we're going to come in flying, right? In good form. We're not good form, clearly, but you well, know, ready to go. Fitness. Div one Wentworth Park minor premiers. That sort of form. Yeah. Okay. Who didn't turn up when we needed to in the semi yeah, yeah, and got yeah. blown off the park? And so, what do you do then for next season with these guys that don't show up when you need them to? Well, they're going to have to have a good, long, hard look at themselves. But and- do you go, oi, brah? If you want to call yourself a buck, well, then you need to be ready look, I can't, when the bucks are calling. Yeah, yeah. Look, most of the most of the blokes who didn't play were injured or they were away. Now, Mother. I still don't think that's are good you enough. Call anyone out? Call anyone well, out? I'm just I'm racking my brain. I'm just racking my brain to think about who wasn't there that should have been. Okay, so you I think most in most in most part people had shit on or they were or they were injured. Okay, all right, but. Congratulations to the Bucks. Look, on the, a, you guys are the okay official Oztag uh, team of the podcast. Obviously, when the Bucks do well, we do well. You know what I mean? So yeah. we want the best for the Bucks. And commiserations to Andrew Masson, friend of the show. Right, fucked his fucked his knee again mid game. ACL. He's got to go for scans, but it's not looking good. He's done it. This is knee. He's done twice. He's done. His, he's done both his knees. He did one surfing, one skiing, and now he's done one of the knees again. Oh, dude! Long road back, but he's committed. <laughs> He's committed. He doesn't want to play again, does he? No, he does. Oh, Matho, call it a day, son. No, no, no. When you're a buck, you can't turn. You can't. Turn Once a buck, off. always a buck. Yeah. yeah okay, right. I respect that. Well, in the in the spirit of returning sports and coming back, yeah, yeah. Uh, Thick Ropes County Eleven, obviously back um, with another win. That's two wins in fucking a good seventeen games of uh, of cricket. So not the greatest stats, but now in the seventh division, where you belong. Right where we belong, and first game back, dominated. Mm. Shout-outs to our skipper, Chick, uh, for getting to 45 and then running himself out for the you know five runs short of his first ever retirement. But built the, the innings around the, the captain. It was real good. And then captain's Chap- knock. Captain's knock, but then Chapo came in, who's like the hot boy of the team. You know, muscular, thick thighs, nice, big, fucking powerful ass, and he just hit the ball. Big crutch. 
Huge crotch. And just hit the ball to all corners. Retired on 50. And then they won without getting a wicket. They were all runouts because there was like seven drop catches, which is seventh division cricket. Yeah. Seven drop catches. I didn't play. I just watched seven drop catches. Shout out to my brother who dropped one of the great sitters of our time. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Will. Friend Shout out show. to Will, friend of the show, brother of the show. Yeah. One of the one of two official brothers of the show. That's right. That's right. There's two official sisters, two official brothers. Two official brothers, way. one official baby, one official dog, one official cat. <laughs> Couple of official grandparents. <laughs> official intern. Yeah, we've got an official intern, Dio Dave. Dave, how are you? I'm very good, thanks, boys. How are you? We're good. We're good, thank you very much. Apparently, do you sent it on the weekend? Well, it was a big weekend. It was my last weekend at the bar, so I had to make sure it was a good one. So you got fucked up while you worked? Pretty much, yeah. Huge. But to be fair, that's not RSA that different soon. from most shifts, but... I used to do that when I worked in the bar. Oh, yeah. But I mean, when I worked at like big pubs, I couldn't get away with that. But now that it's like just me behind the bar, then, you know, I got free reign anyway. Hopefully mm. no one listening is in the business of uh, oh, they would be. getting, you know, getting bars in trouble. But I will tell you, when I worked at the Royal Hotel uh, in the cocktail bar circa 2010. Work out which Royal. There's lots of them. There's lots of them. <laughs> Not the one in Paddington. Um, I used to work in the cocktail bar and the back wall of the bar was the bit where like there were no cameras so i would make cocktails and i'd just make extra cocktail and then where you'd go to like pour the shit out was where there was no cameras so i just had like glasses of like all these different cocktails along the back area of the bar and by like nine o'clock i was sometimes punished dribblers completely hammered you're on your way i was well on my way yeah um so what did you do well, uh, Friday night, had to keep it a bit civil because I started to work on Saturday. Um, actually, had to go to synagogue on Saturday morning for my cousin's wedding. So, shout out to... What's that like? Making. It's, well, when you're hungover on a Saturday morning. A morning wedding? Well, no, because like the, like the synagogue service, the religious service where you do the actual like... I don't know, he goes Marriage up to shit. the... Yeah, I don't know that Stomping the glass and all that? No, 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 not that. No, so that's the actual ceremony, which is like in two weeks. But they had to do the religious bit of it now. Uh, you just read a bit from the Torah, the Bible. I was trying to work whatever. out why you weren't at a wedding, you're at work. When you were like, oh, we went to my cousin's wedding in the morning. You know what I mean? I was like... Yeah, well, that's... Yeah, no, it was like... I don't know, it's hard to explain because I don't even know what they do, but... Well, you need to you fucking yeah. brush yeah. up, bro. You need to be a better a better Jewish man. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Be yeah. a better Jew. Yeah. What I'm are trying. you doing here, dude? Like, yeah. I mean, learn some of your culture. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to have to be filling you in on your culture for you. Or having to Google Judaism while we've got a Jewish man with us. Well, it's. I mean, how is it that the Jewish... Well, he's, he'd be doing it. He'd be Googling He'd be Jujuling. I didn't mean that. Slip of the tongue. Googling. Jugling. The ceremony's called an ufruf. Ufruf. Ufruf, that's what it's called. I like yeah. the name of and that. I'll, well, I'll tell you what happened when I rocked up. So all The original the... Bushtuf? Yeah. <laughs> Ufruf. So I rock up like about an hour late or something because I need mm. my sleep in. And um, there's obviously security outside all these synagogues because very paranoid and what else. And and so they say to me like, oh, what it, like what brings you here? And I didn't really double check where it was at. So I was like, oh shit, have I Did they the really say place? it like that? Like what brings you here? Yeah. That's such a like... Yeah. Almost like a gatekeeper, like, you know, who yeah. goes there? Well, I think especially with COVID now, they're trying not to have, I don't know, too many extras in. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm here for, you know, Terry and Ronnie's thing. And they're like, oh, okay, no worries. Are you with the catering? And I'm like, oh, no, I'm, a, I'm family. <laughs> and they kind of look at me and I'm like, all right, go in. Are you with the catering? Uh, what? What? Why was what? that the yeah. first assumption? 
I don't know. That's a weird one. I don't That's know. A, I right. clearly just looked very out of place outside the synagogue. Were yeah. you dressed up? Were you suited up? I, I had nice pants on and a nice shirt. Do you wear a... Yeah, yeah, you got to wear the kippah. What's a kippah the, and a the, yarmulke? Is there a difference? Same thing. No, same, same thing. Okay, thing, there yeah. you go. Look at this cultural bloody session here. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so do you... Because I thought... Correct me if I'm wrong here, but uh, Jewish people had to, or men had to wear them all the time. You what? choose to just wear it. Yeah, when you know the rabbis are watching me. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> would your are your are your folks like fuck? Like, do they ever just tell? Are they like, oh, Dave, I wish you'd bloody wear your. Oh no, my parent, my dad doesn't wear it. Oh, okay. No, so no, he wears it when the rabbis are watching. Yeah, right. When exactly, the rabbis yeah. are watching. Yeah, my dad took a break because the shul was in Double Bay, so we went for a walk during the service to get a coffee and came back. Uh, That's, okay. Yeah, he's on my side. Yeah, so. yeah, right. <laughs> Shout out to Dad. Shout out to Dad. Yeah. Good man. Yeah. A little announcement. Uh, now, obviously, highly publicized uh, about a year or so ago, through the power of the punter and the dribbler, that we basically took down a Titan. Not took down, but forced the hand of a Titan of the industry, KO Sports, to yep. give us free KO. Yep. Uh, and in so doing, becoming the kings of KO. Well... A rain that has not been... A rain that has not ended. We're obviously... No. We've maintained or it or disputed. But now further... Solidified. Further solidified through what we've got coming up this week, Punters Dribbles, which we're very excited about. Teaming up with KO. Uh, they're sending us down to the Bathurst 1000. Now, obviously, you know, we are some of Bathurst's most famous exports, at least from the uni perspective. We didn't actually ever live there. Well, we lived there when we went to uni. But uh, we're going to be heading down there. Covering off on uh, the greatest race of all time. We're going to be interviewing drivers. The mayor of Bathurst, I believe, potentially, who seems like a bit of an operator. I'm excited to talk seems to like him. Seems like a dribbler. Seems like a... Respectfully. No, no mate. You see... Yeah, when you, when that you, is respect. Yes. No, I know. When, when, you know, when, you, when you see what we're talking about, uh, big-time dribbler is the mayor of Bathurst. Um, but yeah, so pretty exciting. We'll be all over their social media, basically. So their Instagram, and then um, uh, I think maybe on KO itself at certain points, potentially. But make sure you're bloody following KO if you're not already, because that's where you'll see all of the shit we're getting up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll need to follow KO. you got to follow KO. To see us. And also, you're going to have to absolutely slam them with interactions, because that's also how we're going to continue to do this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's got to be That's like... That's the currency by which they trade. So Likes and engagement. Punters and dribblers, comments. you have to absolutely bombard these motherfuckers. We need to go to the big lift. The big lift. Positive, positive, positive reinforcement on the KO channel. But also a bit of dribble. Oh, no. Dribble. Plenty of dribble. Plenty of dribble. It's got to be high on dribble. Yeah. High on fucking... High octane dribble. High octane dribble. That's what we want. So what was V12 saying? dribble. Load yourself up with NOS. Mm-hmm. And get to dribbling. That's what we're saying. Um, but so anyway, look, that's cool. Love KO. We've obviously been huge KO fans for a long time. We've huge. had free KO for the better part of uh, you know two years now. Better and part of my life, Tom. Exactly. And yeah, excited about uh, potentially them sending us to every great sporting event moving forward mm. to cover the... All of them. We'll do all of them. We'll do all of them. If you want us to. If you're listening now, KO... We will do all of them. This is what I want to actually mention before we get into it. And this is one of the more embarrassing things that I've ever gone... Well, that I've ever done. Probably. Now, we've had a couple of... You know, we're obviously going through planning what we're doing and certain things. And so we're on a lot of Zoom calls. Got to send in different types of things. And so I had to send in... <laughs> we were on a Zoom call today with everyone just sort of going over some 
particulars before we have to before we uh, head down. And we were just sending through some photos of things that we were going to wear, or thinking we were like, you know, this is probably something we'll wardrobe. wear. Wardrobe, wardrobe. And so yesterday, I was at home. Eddie was doing the same and basically just laying out different items of clothing on the bed. And then you just, I just shot them all through in an email. <laughs> and we're in <laughs> on the Zoom call. Oh, fuck. We're on the Zoom call today and they're putting it up in like a slideshow, shared screen sort of thing, and going through the wardrobe photos we sent. And I was taking photos of my clothes just in my undies. I was just wearing undies and taking photos of my clothes. I thought I'd managed to get my fucking legs out of it. I'll send you the photo, dear, and see if you can pull it up on the screen. I thought that I had made it obvious, like I'd been able to obscure the fact that I was pretty much naked when I was taking the photos. And then as they put it up in the slideshow, I've seen like just the just like the hint of a fucking bulge popping onto the screen, and then just my bare legs. <laughs> I was, I was sending Eddie a message on fucking WhatsApp and going, bro, you can see that I'm in my undies in one of those fucking... And I was horrified mid-Zoom call. And I'm like, I'm trying not to laugh. And then I'm also like fucking like, has anyone else noticed this? I-, I don't know if anyone did. I was wondering whether I should say something because I thought it'd be funny. And just be like, listen, guys, can we just go back and see that I'm in my undies? Like, there was a lot of people in the call for you to do that though, mate. What's well, what I would have been so bold. So bold. It would have been bold, but I was like, at some point I was like, fuck. Maybe that's the best way to do this thing is just steer into it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I can find it here. My fuck. God, I'm an idiot. Ugh. Yeah, dude. What a fuckwit. Dior, I'm sending it to you now. Uh, on WhatsApp, bro. Yeah, sweet. Oh, God. Oh, God. Where is this saying? There we go. Here we go. <laughs> So just click it and zoom, make it make it big if you can. Make the screen big over there. Oh yeah, <laughs> just a little bit peeking out. Not too bad. No, but it's just like yeah. I mean, it's there. It's just it's just dumb. Yeah. Like it's it, it just looks so like amateur. <laughs> Not even amateur. It's just like oh, you send us through some photos. It's like oh, yeah, no worries. I'm just standing like half nude in my room, taking photos of clothes. <laughs> oh, dude, what a fucking idiot. Good stuff. Good honest. <laughs> it just looks stupid, dude. <laughs> The shit's just it's just wrong. It's just it's just so stupid. Anyway, I wish oh. there was a bigger bulge popping. Yeah, in, but there's you know not. what I mean. But there's not. There's though. not. There's though. just. I not. mean, look, it's no sheriff. So punters, dribblers, um, surprisingly to to many of us, the biggest story from the weekend was the Wallabies' sixteen all draw with the uh, with the All Blacks in mm. the uh, game one of the Bledisloe Cup, one of the great games of rugby union. One of the great games. Now, off the top, I think it's only right and fair, Tom, that I address the fact that last week we were going, well, it's not prime time. It's not prime time. Now, a couple of dribblers in the punters' dribblers page were going, mate, I fucking love the time slot, and I'm here to tell you. So did I. Yeah, so did I. So did I. 
I loved everything about the 2 p.m. time slot. 2 p.m. time slot, actually a stroke of genius. Now, you know, it's not until you get to Sunday and you're in the throes of Sunday that you realise 2 p.m. Sunday Arvo is actually fucking terrific. It's actually the perfect, probably the perfect time. It's perfect from top to bottom. Now, just as a caveat, apparently it was on at that time because they had they needed time to fucking quarantine or some shit. Some guy inboxed us. But that's by the by. Yeah. It doesn't matter anymore. All Test Match Rugby should be at 2 p.m. 2 p.m. Sunday, Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Now, terrific game of rugby. One thing that I was sort of like, that I'd forgotten about, Tom, maybe because, you know, I have a life to live yeah. and I'm just not always aware of this shit, but nothing gets me up and about, well, you know, except for maybe Origin or like fucking Manly win a premiership. But mm. like when the Wallabies play, I'm fucking vocal. Dude. I'm like yelling at the yeah, yeah, TV yeah. the whole time. Nothing I'm like, gets me. what the fuck is going on? I'm losing it. I mate. think there's a couple of reasons for that. Obviously because it's the Wallabies and you want your nation to do well, but obviously, but also because rugby union rules are so fucking frustrating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They make for yelling. Rugby union rules are purpose built for me to be screaming at the yeah. fucking TV like... Get him on fucking side rep. Yeah. Or like, oh, what? That's advantage? Like the amount of times where I'm like, the ref's played advantage and then the advantage is over after like two metres. Or the amount of times we're in a good... Yeah, but even other things, like we're in a great oh, yeah. position and we go to the line and then we fucking... The ball gets stolen and then there's a penalty and you know, we're holding on. And you're just like, fuck! The, the, listen, we've always said this, right? And there are a lot of like real sort of salty rugby union dribblers who basically have their blinders on. And they're like hitting us up now going like oh fucking talking shit about rugby can't wait to hear how you do you know you turn this around it's like bro turn what around listen you know what we do we call it as we see it and when it's shit we'll talk we'll we'll acknowledge it's shit and when it's good we'll acknowledge it's good now we've always said that a rugby union played at its absolute best is equal to any sporting match on earth 100% it is without like it is equal to anything and in some cases you could argue better but that's unfortunately too few and far between from an Australian standpoint this game was fantastic it had everything it had everything ebbs and flows mate like the weather the weather it was it was windy as fuck and then it started raining and then we we looked out of it and then we weren't like the the referees obviously I mean you, you want to talk about bloody your slippery bucks referee that Kiwi ref was a fucking mate I'm not saying how that wasn't a, how head. that wasn't a penalty deep into injury time after fucking who missed the conversion Hodge Reese Hodge after Reese poor cadence fame after one of the great strikes of all time yeah that was rattles the post he kicked it from like seventy eight meters I'm I'm calling it eighty I'm calling it a, a good eighty meters out it's an it was an honest eighty yeah because I mean because it also hit the post so like you got to think about how much further that was going to travel that could have been a hundred meter kick technically. easy easy now. Easy. Reese Hodge, you know, we've been critical of his cadence uh, from a sprinting perspective, but the, you can't question the boy's boot. Can't question his boot. He's got a boot on him. He can boot. Um, James O'Connor at 10 didn't hate it. I, I liked him, mate. He didn't was, hate he him. Was, he was good with little room, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he's fucking, he, he's, a, he's evasive. He's a, he's a footy he's player. He's a footballer. He's a footballer. He's that's a footballer. exactly a great, a great way of putting it. Yeah. He's a footballer. He's a footballer. Now. And that's what you want. He loves, the, he loves, he loves eyes up football, Tom, yes. which I love. I love eyes up football. Also love our two Fijian wingers, Marika Korobiti, obviously of rugby league stock. And then Dior, I'm going to have to ask you to get the other winger's name because there were so many new fresh faces in the Wallaby side. But that, that new Fijian winger we've got is hot, hot, electric, and mm. hot as fuck. Yeah, he's hot. He's a hot boy. He's a hot boy. 
Um, and apparently, Dior, I'm going to get you to do this as well. Can you please check whether he played international soccer for Fiji as a goalkeeper? No, no, under 17s, I think like they said in the telecast. Okay. Under 17s, Fijian side, goalkeeper, started to use his speed. Which is, you can't really show your speed in goals in soccer. Well, it's, a, it's an odd transition. Mm. It's an odd transition. I, I don't know many speedy goalkeepers. Well, so you know what? I just haven't. I haven't seen many goalkeepers given an opportunity to display their speed. Sure, but how many goalkeepers do you see transition to you know, test match rugby playing on the wing? Yeah, not many. <laughs> not many. Not many. If, if any. any. I don't know anybody. Um, but you know what? More than all that shit, right? More than the poor refereeing, more than the fact that we were fucking robbed, more yeah, than yeah. the you know the controversy and the twos and the froze and the yip and the yahooing. Is that it got the nation up again? Yeah, that's what I like because the nation needed to be buoyed. Dude, rugby needed a good buoy. It blew the dust off a flaccid rugby league pencil that has just been left unused. It, it, it but uh, collecting dust. It was just sitting there collecting dust in some antiques store. Yeah, and then it just came up and just went. Yeah. Blew the dust off it like a Jumanji board. You know yeah. what I mean? Like a board yeah. game and, and, in an attic. Yeah, and and the nation. Let's use this again. Let's. Let's use this pencil again. I wonder if this There's thing, life in this pencil yet. I wonder yet. if this thing can still hold lead. Let's try. Let's try. Let's try put some lead in it and see what Let's happens. Let's blow it off and see. And I'll give you the hot tip. There was lead in there. There was lead in there. And and it, it, it took lead very well. It took that lead. Pencil. Mate, the pipes were fine. The pipes were fine. Any any concern about the pipes and their ability to take on, you know, excess lead? They were, they were dispelled pretty quickly. They were quashed. Uh, but what I will say is this, right? Because obviously it was fantastic. And the Australian Rugby Union community... And the non-rugby union community, everyone just going like, how good's this? Wallabies taking the All Blacks to a draw. I am also, again, we are calling it as we see it. Great game. Young guys. David Rennie, who we thought was a sleeper, maybe not a sleeper, coming in. But I'm also like, don't tell me that we're back because it was a draw. We didn't even win. And I'm... It was a great game, but we didn't even win. No, but look, I mean... We didn't win. Yeah, but if people are saying that we're back, they're just getting a little overexcited, and I'm going to, I'm going to allow it. You know what I mean? But we beat the, we beat the All Blacks like once a no, year, no, every but, year. No, but people, are, yeah, but people are just pumped up. You know what I mean? And I'm not going to, I'm not going to nay that. I'm not going to nah bra people being pumped up about... I'm about, not nah bra on it, but when you're... When, when... But what I'm saying is, I don't, I don't know if people are legitimately arguing that. I think they're just in the throes of excitement. Yeah, well, that may be the case. Do you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely, that like, may be the I case. I tell you when we're back. I tell you when we're back. When we win the Bledisloe. By Australian standards, when we win the Bledisloe. Yeah. It's as simple as that. We did say, now, again, not to take credit... If we were ever going to win it, we said... We, it'd be this year and without Qantas on our jersey. Now... Were we fucking robbed? Yes. Should it be 1-0 to us? Yes. yes. Should we only have to win, well, two more games because it's a four-game series and they hold it? Yes. But we've still got to only win two more. We're in the fight. We the three, the there's three games to go. We've got to win two of them. I think two's in Australia. So we're in this fucking yarn, baby. Are there two in Australia? So they've got to come here and quarantine. I think we go to Auckland next days? week. We go to Auckland next week. I'm pretty sure the next one's at Eden Park, Dior Dave. I'm pretty sure Eden correct. Park next week. And then I think we've got two more in, I'm assuming, the greatest nation of all. I thought they were all in New Zealand. No, that wouldn't fucking make no, sense. I think they're playing the first two uh, in New Zealand. And, and, then, and the next two here. Yeah, but and then the, I think the next two are in the same round as like the rugby championship. But they'd have to that's be in Australia. They, yeah, because yeah, they're, yeah, yeah, right. they're playing all the rugby championship in Australia. So that's when New Zealand right. comes out. So they're going to do it there. Yeah, okay. Now, I'm wet for a four-game Bledisloe. Yeah, I'm wet for it. I also will say this. 
Now, obviously, there were concerns about Dave Rennie being a sleeper. Those, you know, those fears come from a dark place. Yeah. The, the Robbie Deans the years. Robbie Deans years. Because Robbie Deans years, it's now official. It's written into stone. He was a he sleeper. He was a sleeper. And, you know, that was one of the great... Tim Dumbrell, friend of the show, Ella's old man. Well, official father-in-law of the yeah, show. He was saying that he doesn't ever recall seeing the passion out of fucking Robbie Deans that Dave Rennie was showing. Dave Rennie was up and about. Dave Rennie could have killed someone in the box. He was so pumped. He was up and about. Yeah. And that's what I want to see out of my Kiwi coach. Yeah. I want him I want him looking intimidating and, and terrifying. I just want him to be fucking passionate yeah. about the job at hand, about yeah. the nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe he's not from fucking Australia, but who cares? May as well be. He's got the gig now. Aussie Dave. He's Aussie Dave to us. Yeah. He's Reno. Aussie Dave to us. Reno. Reno. He's now. a proud Australian now. Certainly for this week. Well, see well we for the series. Yeah, well, we'll see. As long we... as he's the hell. Well, we'll see how we go next week. We'll see how we go. Eden Park. A week's a long time in rugby union when but you're involved. But you know what? You know what? Let's just let's just if you go to Eden Park, where we haven't won since the eighties, and you put in a fucking good performance, and you get up and about, and you get in their face, and you just ruffle feathers, Tom. Ruffle feathers. Ruffle feathers. See how we go. Even if we don't get the W, just ruffle enough feathers, right? <laughs> so we come back to Australia, and we go. Well, you remember that joy? You remember your ruffled feathers? Yeah, yeah. yeah how those feathers? How going? the feathers going, mate? I, 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 I hear you, and that's I see what, you. I'm, that's what I'm saying. The game plan is. I hear you, and I see you. Yeah, you do. Yeah, but I need a win at Eden Park. Yes. Well, if ever it's going to happen, it's 2020. That's what I'm saying. I We've can't. I want to win. I want to win every fucking time. Could you imagine? We've got to beat these pricks. Could you imagine if we're at the podcast next week? We're going. Holy shit! We got it done at Eden Park. Yeah. Fuck a duck. Dude, if they, okay, if they win at Eden Park next week, we will be in Wallabies. But game. you know what? They've got, a, they've got a team of young throbbers who couldn't care less. You they don't give I mean? a fuck about that's, New Zealand. But, that's, but they, they don't, don't give a fuck about Eden Park. They wouldn't even know that there's some hoodoo and that we haven't won this no. for 40 years. No. They wouldn't care. No. It doesn't bother them. Because they're young. They're on TikTok and shit. They don't know about mate, anything. They're, mate, they're into twerking and yeah, shit. Yeah, they're you know doing the mean? floss dance. Yeah. They couldn't care less. They're like, oh, Eden Park. What's that? What's that? What is it? Oh, it's just a place where rugby's played? Yeah, cool, dude. I've just got to go and put up a TikTok real quick. Yeah, yeah. Let me part of these honeys. Yeah, let me floss to these honeys real quick. Yeah, yeah. Then I'll go play football. And then I'll go play rugby union wherever the fuck the, the game's being played. But it was, it, was, it was lead and pencil stuff. It was a shot in the arm for the sport. Well, a shot in the pencil. It was a shot in the pencil. But more importantly, I think it was a shot in the pencil for the people. Yes. Because God knows the people needed it more than ever. The rugby. Listen, I tell you what it shows. It shows how how close rugby is to how close rugby is always to being back. Right, like it's just there. You just have to, obviously, like you know, everyone. We always talk about how fucked they are, and they are financially, and how you know, knowing is a fuck about Super Rugby and all those things. But you, if you win, we're good. Can we're I also? Back. Can if I, you win, you're good. The other thing about it is, like, if you haven't worked it out already. The Australian sporting fan is fickle as fuck. They yeah. trade in W's. Yeah. That's the currency by which they trade. Yes. W's. That's all we trade. Mate, how, what, fucking was there... Where were all the fucking proud rugby league dribblers who loved the Broncos? Where were they this season when they were getting fucking towed up every game? Nowhere. Abusing him. Probably Abusing making, him, up, making up things about... Super. You know what I mean? They were fucking spitting like we do at the Wallabies when we don't get W's. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or we spit at rugby in because it's shit because no one goes to Super Rugby games because it's boring as batshit. Like... Dude, what about you can use it as the Wallabies? Where are all these Wallabies fans when everyone is just pissing on the grave of rugby in Australia? And we were doing it. I'm, we are as fickle as they come. That's what I'm saying. Everyone Everyone's fickle. Everyone's and, fickle. And then as soon as they get a famous draw, which again is just like 
cool our jets, but I get it, but it's still a draw. As soon as you get a famous draw, everyone's like, oh, rugby's back. What I'm trying to say is, oh, yeah, you're a bandwagon fan for going to the Wallabies again. No, it's no, like, no, 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 no. We're Wallabies fans. No, no, no. We always were. And they sucked. But we're fickle. Yeah. And if they're not getting W's, then we abuse them. We abuse them endlessly. But we're still fans. But it's our right. We're still fans. That's why we're abusing them. We still talk about rugby all the time. We're giving it shit. Yes. But we're still talking about it. We're still talking about it. We haven't stopped talking about it. We no. don't talk about fucking volleyball. Punters and Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day, the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout out to the, the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's, it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need... Uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love ya. Punters and Dribblers podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe. Nay, the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, there's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets giving each other shit, having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, I liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the, uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a t- it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, you get 50 bucks off the case. There if you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say? Go to hellosport.shop, bang, rosé on there, code MANLY, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. We love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that yeah. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. Yep, punters, dribblers, that's right. It's rugby league time. Just after rugby union. You don't see that a lot, do you? Well, that's what the Wallabies do. Now, I think we start off the rugby league section of the, uh, of the podcast, Eddie, by... Dancing on the grave of the roosters. I think so. Now, I've managed to hammer uh, some wood blocks to the bottom of our shoes, and we will be tap dancing across 
the grave of the Roosters. Yeah. Yeah, the Roosters have been terrific for a long time. Great. Two years back to backs. We were bloody we were we were thinking they were going they could even go trips. I mean terrific. We've and got dear friends there, Angus Crichton, obviously yeah. a very good friend. We talk to him regularly. Oh, obviously. Now hats off to him. Hats off to him. But dance on their graves we will. Oh yeah. Because they went LL. We've got an amazing little tap number prepared. They went LL. Now you yeah. don't often see that. Three L's pretty much. Three if you L's. count Souths. Souths. And then South, the worst L of the season for any team. Yeah. And then an L against... Well, the writing was on the wall, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. The writing was on the wall when you get 60 put on you. It was a good game of footy. Uh, The the Roosters v Raiders. Yeah. Great game of footy. Dude, the the two games on the weekend were fantastic. But Raiders... The Raiders wanted it more. Raiders wanted it more. To use an old adage. Well, the Roosters looked tired as fuck. They looked shot. In the first half, they looked shot to buggery. They came back. Plenty of fight in them. Credit to them. Yeah. But they just didn't have the mongrel. When you see Teddy, like, struggle to get that ball that Mm. Jackie Boy White and Mm. then flew through to score that try late in the game, you're like, Teddy's fucked. Yeah. I've got a confession to make as well. Got a a big-time schoolgirl crush on Jack Wyden. Oh, yeah. I do. I'm not afraid to admit no, it. No, no, no. You shouldn't be afraid to admit it. I'm not afraid to admit it. Do you get giddy when you see him on I say, Yeah, I get giddy as fuck. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, holy shit. Is that a thoroughbred who's also a ball-playing, ball-running six? Yeah. Is he a throwback to the to the sixth of yesteryear? Does he tuck the fuck it? Does he, does he take on the line? Does he, does he pass late? Does, does he commit? Does he have a bad boy past? And did, now we're just happy to see him do good. Did we change him? Yeah, yeah. Is he, he changing for us? Does he defend his ass off? Yeah. yeah. He does. Yeah, he does. Is he tough as nails? Tough as teak? Tough as teak. Yeah. Yeah, He's he tough is. as teak. Do we have a schoolgirl crush on Jack White? Yes. 100%. Happy, mate. Happy to admit it. Happy to admit it. Do we giggle when he walks past us? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. Do yeah. I send him love letters? You better believe it. Yeah, we do. This is a love letter. This is a love letter. This is an audible love letter to Jackie Boy White. Who's so hot right now. So hot. Best 5-8 in the game, without question. Clive Churchill medal winner in a losing side. Only a DCA and maybe someone else has done that. Do we start thinking about putting him in six for blue? Well, I don't know why you would waste your time when we're already low on centers and you just put Kiri there. I'm just, I'm, it's just something to think about. I think you're better off just going, look, is he better than Kiri at six? Yes. Yeah. Sorry, Kiri. Respect to you. You're three time premiership winner. No one's knocking your ability, bro. But is Jackie Boy Whiten, the schoolgirl crush of the nation, is he better than you? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Um, but I think you just keep Jackie Boy in the centres, allow him to ball play and have schoolgirls crush on him mm. from the centres. Yeah, and do inject it yourself. Inject yourself wherever you need. Free reign for Jackie Boy White yep. and yep. Yep. JB yep. Dub. Yep. And then you'll have Luke Keary in the centre in the in the halves with Cleary, and then we don't know who the fuck's going to fill Tommy's boots over in the other centre. But that's for a later day. Jackie Boy White and though Eddie, hot as it gets. Tell you else as hot as it gets from the Raiders side too. My two Islander boys. Mamana men, Josh Papali and Joseph Tarpanay. Josh Papali fast becoming an all-time great. All-time great. An he, all-time great. He is a fucking rugby league handful. Hasn't missed a tackle in, what, three games or something? And he's missed three and 11? I think that was... Uh, there was some stats running around. Yeah, shout-out to Den and Kemp. Yeah, they, oh, they were Den and Kemp stats. Den and Kemp stats. Logan above. Fuck yeah, they were. But it, it doesn't mean anything. I'm talking about them. They were... <laughs> Like he's an animal, mate. Yeah, he's an. We're on. The, we watched it together Friday night. We, we both did. looked at each other and said, "Fuck, we were almost going to have him first try score." I think everyone ever says says that. But Whenever like, someone but I meant it. it. Oh no, I actually meant it. I actually meant it. I, I looked blowing harder. That I feel like though, 
I have almost picked the first try scorer almost every game where I haven't picked the first try scorer. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, I was actually going to go him. But I didn't. But I didn't. And I don't know why. But next time I will, and then he won't get it. But he's, mate, Josh Papali is a fucking handful. Yeah. Huge. Like, so big, so thick. Runs such tidy lines, always there, offloads for days, tackles and, like an and animal. He smashes you, and then can run down fucking halfbacks. Yeah. And then Joe Tarpany, who I've never really, I've only read the headlines and haven't looked too much into it, but apparently bought from the Knights for f- $5 or something ridiculous, five grand. Mm. Uh, he is, and that, I think he was playing his 100th game. Mm. He's become a rugby league handful. Oh, yeah. That try he scored where he just threw away like 50 Roosters players to get through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good gear. It was great gear, mate. It was great to watch. Yeah. Fuck, I tell you what, like rugby league, the winner in the in the code wars between AFL out of the weekend. Like you look at those AFL finals and you just roll your eyes and go, holy shit! How can you get to finals footy September now October fucking football right when it's all on the line elimination footy to get into the preliminary next week. And you get towed up 80 to 6 or whatever the fuck Geelong versus Collingwood. I mean, it's like, you just go, how is that possible? What 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 quality of, of sport are you trying to roll out to the people here? Like, I'm sorry. It's just, it's not up to scratch. No, that's wool pull. That's disgusting, it's, actually. There should be a Royal Commission. It's not up to scratch. Are they taking, are they taking hard working Australians' money and advertising dollars yeah. to roll out absolute bedshit sport week in, week out it's in the consist- final. It's consistently shit. Like, yeah, there's some close games here and there, but on the whole, they're, it's blowout galore. That's all it ever is. It's just yeah. fucking... What was the what was the grand final score last year? Richmond put like 100 on fucking poor old bloody... GWS. GWS. It was like, they scored like three points. I mean, yeah. you just roll your eyes. It happens all the fucking time. Mm. Hawthorne did it. The Swans are like, yeah. you know, getting a while away now. Only, but... Well, the only one I can really remember in rugby league was Manly's 40-0 grand final win over But that's why we storm. always talk about it, because it never happens. That's it. It never happens. It was a famous once-in-a-lifetime once sort of victory. But, I mean, you know, both the games were tremendous. And well, hats, off to the, hats off to the league, mate. Well, hats off to the league. Hats off to the Raiders. Yeah. Obviously, the Roosters' grave were tap, tap, tappity, tap, tap, yeah. tapping on. You've had your day. Had your day. Thanks for coming. Well done on two in a row. There's the door, brah. You're out. Piss off to it's Bali. Over. Have a holiday. It's over. It's over. It's all over. It's over. It's Pack over. it up. Pack it up. Pack it up. But, I, mate, I'll give you a hot tip. Like, Storm Raiders next week. I'm Raiders to win. I think Raiders win. Sorry, they, Dave. They beat us last year in the same game. Yeah. The and, Raiders won it more. And yeah. they beat you at the start of the year when they went down to Melbourne and just yeah. fucking towed you losers yeah. up. The Raiders won it more. Sticky's got a camaraderie down there like the, the likes of which I haven't seen for a while. Sticky's got them fucking really hanging tough, pulling each yeah. other together. Like Johnny Bateman after the game, you couldn't find me a more pumped up man in no, the no, Southern no. Hemisphere, mate. No, no, I no. mean, fair dinkum. He was... He was hugging everyone in his team so... Tightly that it, you could it could have been classed as assault. Yeah, yeah, that's I mean that's assault in a lot of countries. Yeah, it is fucking oath it is. But not in not in a rugby league team where it's a bond. You yeah, know, it's a real yeah. strong brotherhood. Yeah. And you look at it, oh, okay, I get. I it. see what's going yeah, on. Yeah, here. I'm he's hugging it. the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. Siki's got the boys up and about. Oh, you forgot about us. We finished fifth. Yada yada yada. No, 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 no. We're rolling, baby. We got the schoolboy crush, schoolgirl crush. And they didn't look. They didn't look uh, fatigued. They no. didn't look. They look fresh. They look fresh now. They look, they look fresh. They look very fresh. Now we got to go to the other game, and I wouldn't mind. What do we say? What have we said all season? I want to tap on another grave if I can. Those losers, Parramatta Eels. Sorry, sorry. 
Look, sorry. No offense. But also, I mean, look, don't get your knickers in a night. You went loss loss as well. As we say we every week, it. we call it how we see it, mate. Yeah. We didn't like what we saw. No. I didn't like the direction of the attack. I no. didn't like anything about it, mate. No. And I thought to myself, oh, Jesus, I reckon these beaters could go LL. Yeah. They don't have enough uh, game winners out there. They had Clint Gutherson trying to win the game for him. And that you was can't it. do it. Like uh, I said, enough game winners. Yeah, no, I know. That's you what I'm know, saying. He's Clint. a game winner. It was only Gutho. It was only King. There's like, already okay, so that, now that, that Moses is, might, might get flicked. Now that, that, so that conversion or penalty, rather, that Moses missed from fucking, we're calling it right in front because that's what it is in regular terms. Front. Dead in front, hits the post, and then, you know, they go all the way to, to the end of the field and score a try. That's the South. And you just think to yourself, that's not... Mate, you're getting a million dollars a year, bro. You can't be doing that. You can't be doing that when it, when it matters. And the it's, game's and on it, the line. Was it 20 to 18 at the time? Was 16 Yeah, no, 18? it was to level the scores. It was to level the scores. And you miss it from dead in front, and then they march to fear and... Sc- like, that was where you lost the game. Yeah. Not to say you would have definitely won, but that's where you lost that's it. That's where you lost it. That was where the game you was You want to over. pinpoint a time where your fucking heart broke, that's it. That's where it was. It's not good enough. No. It's but also, it's uniquely Parramatta. Like, I mean, they haven't... They Okay, so just think about this. They you just ca- find a ways to lose. They came into the comp in 1947, same year as the Mighty Manly Seagulls. Didn't win a comp until the 80s, three years in a row, I think, something like that, Dior. And then... They won, won a four, four and five years, I think. So let's say that four and five years, and Somewhere then like and then nothing since. Mm. So really, even though they're like, oh, this, they're like, you know, a big powerhouse club of the West. They're actually probably the shittest club in the competition. No offense, mate. In terms of clubs that have been around for a while, like obviously we're not counting the Warriors. Probably not long enough. The Titans, Titans not long enough. Not. But like of clubs, you know, with big, big supporter bases that have been around for more than fifty years, they're the shittest. They're the shittest. It's as simple as that. I don't know. You can't sugarcoat it anymore. They're addicted to losing. They're addicted to losing, and they're, the anxiety that they feel about the, the, the sun dying is just its unavoidable. You can see it in their eyes. Mm. They went out there going, holy shit, if we don't win tonight... We're one day closer to the sun burning out. That's right. And as it were, they went loss-loss. When was the last time two top four teams went loss-loss? I don't know. And I mean, I have full faith in Dior's ability to Dior, but if he's able to pull that stat up, That's, I'll be shocked. That'd be that'd be some all-time Dior. That'd be some all-time Dioring. And I mean, I'm not going to give you the rest of the podcast to find it either. It's sort no, of, no, we need it now. We'd need it sort of in like, you know the next sort of thirty to forty seconds, yeah. maybe a minute, minute and a half. I don't know, but I couldn't tell you the last time a team two top four finishes mm. have gone LL. But it, look, you know, obviously dancing the grave, uh, the grave of the eels. But make no mistake, the bunnies are hot right now. Bunnies real hot. Bunnies got them up and about. If 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 Jackie Boy whitens the schoolboy crush, then the bunnies are sort of like the Hollywood hunk I've got pinned up on my wall. Yeah. Someone you go, ooh, fuck, he's cut from steel. Oh, look at this guy. He's like a, the new heartthrob on mm. the teen drama that I'm watching. Yeah, yeah, and doing a great job. Doing a great Betting job. all the women yeah, and yeah. the mums as well. Ryan from the OC sort of vibes, yeah. you know. He's got everyone, all the t- tongues wagging. He's got all the tongues wagging. Everyone's going, ooh, did you see this new yeah. up Who's and this coming? hot bit of ass on the Hot town? bit of ass out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Bit bad boy as well, you know what yeah. I mean? Bit of bad boy. Yeah, definitely. All right, boys, I got it here. Wow. And yeah, can you, and it won't be hard to guess, can you guess which was the last team that went loss loss? Eels. Eels. Yep, it was Eels in 2017. Losers. Went down to the Storm, in the, so they finished fourth, went down to the Storm 18 16 in the first week, went down to the Cowboys 24 But so for both teams week. to have done it would have been ages. Yeah, so when was it for both teams? Do you, do you have that one? 
Oh, for both top four teams. Oh, oh no. no. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Oh, no. Is he trying go, to buy himself? I'm going back every year incrementally to see what's going on. Okay. That's, uh... Don't let the Dior overwhelm you. That's what we've always said. Don't be overwhelmed by the Dior. You've given me a short time frame, so I'm kind of... I want to be honest. Well, because we wanted to see you go the big lift, Yeah, we mate. wanted to sort of put you under pressure and see That's how well job. you can That's your job. Your job is Dioring. Yeah. Mitchell, we're offering you a fucking opportunity to shine <laughs> and show the punter and the dribbler how good you really are. Put me under pressure. Your name You're, is Don't Dior be the Dave. Moses of the podcast. Bro. No, no, don't be the Mitch Moses who's like, I'm not... You know, don't put pressure on me to kick the goal. It's like, this is your... You are made to kick goals. Mm. But again... Next week, we've got another tremendous game of football. We've got the young, hot throbbers. Or, you oh, know. Panthers. The, well, they're both throbbing. They're both, they're both throbbing. They're both hot. This is the throbbing. This is the throb bowl, yeah, baby. This is the throb bowl. Holy shit. And I, I can't pick a winner. I think Penrith. Yeah, I think so. But, like, Souths have got such a throb but on there's some, And there's to... something about Wayne. He's a crafty fucker. Yeah. He's been around for so long, and the and the Souths are playing really good football. And yeah. they've got good fucking play. Like, they've got good halves. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. That's just where it's won and lost. Like, Adam Reynolds' kicking game's ridiculous, and, and Cody, Cody Walker's, Walker's in almost just... career-best form. Yeah. I tell you who else is good? Corey Allen, their fullback, where it's like, yeah. oh, what are they going to do with that Latrell? And you're like, oh, Corey Allen... Is uh, going to be either getting a nice upgrade at Souths or every club because he's off contract. Apparently, every club's going to be gunning for him because it's oh. like, oh, you're actually a fucking great player. No, he's a great player. Like, obviously, Latrell is Latrell, but you're like, they haven't lost a whole lot. They're almost playing better, and I'm not saying that's because Latrell's not there. But I'm saying like their their form kicked on after Latrell got injured. Yeah, well, they, mate, they've been playing fucking well for the last what six weeks, seven about weeks. About that. About that. All right, I made it. Okay, okay. Don't doubt my ability. No, definitely not. Good, good, good. Uh, 2009 season. There you go. Top four was St. George, Canterbury, uh, Titans, and Storm in fourth. Of course, Storm ended up winning it from fourth. The top four was St. George, Canterbury, Titans. Titans, Storm. What a weird top four. 2009. Um, And so, St. George went out in two rounds to the Eels and to the Broncos. And Titans... Um, also went out in two rounds. Yeah, to the Broncos and the Eels. They lost 27-2 in the semis. Because that was a different system back then. They used to like... Yes, yeah. it was eight plays. One plays eight. Yeah, and then you and then yeah. the two... The two highest ranked, ranked winners. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Week off, yeah. But there you go. Good Dioring. 2009. Great Dioring. So the point is, it doesn't happen every day. No, More than doesn't. 10 years ago, yeah. 11 Great Dioring. Great Dioring. Round of applause. Thank you. Oh. Stood up. Guys, I don't, Stood do, up. I don't do it for the applause. You know? Nah, but yeah. you, you earned it. Yeah, we put the pressure them. on you. You did earn them. And the bright them, lights are on. You did earn them. So what I'm saying around about way punters and dribblers, these two games this weekend, if they don't get you up and about... You're not here. You're not here? You're not here. You're wasting everyone's time. Do we, do your, while I've got you and you're fucking flying over there, bruh, do we get the Wallabies again on Sunday? Is it another Sunday game? Yeah, Sunday 2pm again. Yes! We will be in Bathurst. <laughs> yeah, but we'll, we'll have done everything. That's true. We'll probably be watching it on the TV as we sit around. We'll and have just, the laptop. Yeah. We'll have yeah, KO yeah, up. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll get it. We're, we're good. We're good. We're good. Go. No, no, no. We're sweet. It's all good. Um, now, the one other thing we got to talk about from Parramatta's uh, standpoint is Michael Jennings of Premiership winner with the uh, Roosters. 
was been a gun for 14 years in the NRL, was looking good this year. Mm. Was a gun at Penrith? Was a gun at Penrith, gun at Roosters, gun at the Eels. But certainly this year at the Eels, sort of a bit of a renaissance form-wise. Did he win the Shield with us uh, in blue? He's definitely won, I think. Uh, was he, did he win in 2014? He played for Australia. He's played for New South Wales. Famously, who did he punch over the head in that one origin fight? Jennings? Was it... Uh... It wasn't Nate Miles. Billy? He came, he came in swinging oh, in one of the fights yeah, and got yeah. 10 in the bin. Brent Tate? remember that? Could have been. I think it was. Might he came been... over the top. He came over the top and yeah, cracked someone. Yeah. Um, loved his state. Yeah, loved his state. And look, I've always liked Jenko, but Jenko's, Jenko's pissed hot. Jenko's pissed hot, which is not a good sign. Now, he's feverishly denied the allegations. Has. Said he's, he's never been that sort of operator. Doesn't like people that are, you know, try to live a life of... of Cleanliness and purity. That's exactly right, Tom. Thank you for finishing my sentence. Uh, so it's surprising. It was a bit left field for me. I'm like, fuck, I didn't really see Jenko as that sort of a, no. as that sort of bloke. But the thing is, he's an old bull in a young boy's game. That's it. Now, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying, obviously, he says he's, uh, he's innocent. He's innocent for now. He's innocent for now until, until the bee sample. sample comes back. That's right. And if it hasn't melted the beaker, then obviously that's a good sign for him. But I will say that rarely, if ever, do the bee samples come back. No. The other way around. But he might be able to say that there was like, he might be able to find a way to be like. Look, we'll leave it up to the courts. We'll leave it well, the court of arbitration or yeah, whatever the fuck, the fuck it is. Who um, cares? Point but, is. Well, listen. The older boys trying to stay in the game. And then you look at Cherry, a younger boy. He's trying to. Get into the game. Get into the game or recover from injuries. You got was, Mar- you got Jared Mullen who's trying to keep his bloody calves on his on his on his, sh- on on his, his bones. I would. I was. Talk- I can't remember who I was talking to about this with on the weekend. But uh, reach out if you remember the conversation because Daddy was hammered on Saturday. But I think it was Party Artie. Shout out to Party Artie uh, about the idea of allowing a certain level of steroids to be re- allowed for injury recovery because like these guys are putting their bodies through hell for years and years and years and for them to be able to just heal injuries quicker and get back mate i don't i don't think that's a bad shout I don't think that's a bad. And shout. just go like as long as you can do if, it in a way that's if controlled it's ab- if it's about if it's about you know chronic injuries that like with to, yeah, yeah. hammies, fucking shoulders, yeah. this, that, whatever. The problem is then you're op- you're opening, you know, Pandora's, Pandora's box. box, and then people are going to start taking the piss. That's unfortunately why it can't happen. Because then you can start writing fucking doctor's notes. Oh, I've got a chronic injury. That's why I use. You know what I mean? People start to find loopholes. You got to keep this thing on clad, otherwise people take the piss. Yes, ask Lance. So. Unfortunately, I don't know if we like. Sometimes you just might be a go, tough thing to pull. Well, up. I think sometimes it's like you know, look at LeBron James, who we'll get to, right? He spends, uh, uh, I think, the numbers like two million dollars a year on his body, right? Mm. That's a motherfucker who's committed his his mind and his body and his soul and his in his pocket to keeping himself in tip top nick, right? Never missed a playoffs game. There's also rumors that fucking the NBA is rife with performance-enhancing drugs. Maybe, <laughs> but my point is, let's assume it isn't because you have no proof of that. No, maybe Their testing is like the weakest of any sport. Yeah, anyway, but, but yeah, let's assume that it's yeah. Let's assume that a thirty-eight-year-old player is fucking jumping ten foot in the air and dunking on fucking yeah. Let's assume that that's the truth. What I'm saying, tin four hats. Yeah, carry on. Yeah, what I'm saying is maybe you should. Is it about fucking you know promoting those that look after their body longer instead of like oh shit you know yeah but you can't afford to spend a million dollars on your body if you're on fucking I'm just using that as an argument just as an argument yes 
I get you, but I'd love... Well, look, sure, but I think they all look after their bodies, most of them. Maybe. Cam- but then maybe you want to reward being a genetic freak like Cameron Smith. Yeah, it's funny. Do you know what I mean? Like, do we reward longevity because you're like a genetic freak or do we go, oh, mate, your body wasn't up to it. We're going to jab you up to get you back. I don't know. It's one of those things. Mate, if Trump can use the steroids to get better, why can't the NRL players? Did Trump use steroids to get better? Yeah, that's how he made all I thought it was like an antibody thing. No, it was some of it was like, I don't know what the type of steroids was, but he was on that to get him up to do that first like press conference thing announcement he did after he got sick where he was clearly in some pain. But Mate, I can't keep steroids, up. So. I can't keep up over there. It is a fucking zoo dude, over there, bro. D- dude, did you see the, the circus? The, I put it up on our story. It was like outside the Staples Center was like yeah. thousands of people after the Lakers won it. And you're like... What's going on over there, dude? Like, does no one give a fuck? They don't. They don't care anymore. It's done. And I... I, I it's so- not done, though. But I get it. I sort of get it. Like, if it's fucking everywhere, and there's no contact tracing, and it's just rife, yeah. and your president's sort of giving it the fucking finger as well, mm. I get why the people are just like, I get, fuck it. You know what I mean? But I think there is like a... We've come too far. Yeah, it's almost too far gone. Too far gone is what I'm looking for. Mm. I mean, it's, there's no point staying inside if no one else is. Yeah. True, unless you want to avoid it. How we got here off the back of rugby league, I don't know. Ah, uh, look, I mean, it's a long-winded way. That but we to put a bow on Jenko, yeah. I hope he's innocent. I hope he's innocent as well. I hope he's innocent because he did a lot for the state. He's a, and he's had a good career. He's had a good career. He's got a fucking good he's career. He's had a great career. But he's done a lot for the state. Done a lot for the state. And I, well, I think we owe it to get behind him until he's... Oh, mate, we're behind... his day. I think we're behind everyone who's pissed molten lava, allegedly, until, you know... If you can give me a jar of cold piss, then... Nothing, you know, to, see nothing here. to see here. Piss is ice cold. Yeah, I'll drink it. I'll, I'll drink the piss on, on camera. Or Eddie will. One of us will. Maybe Dave will. Dave will. Dave will. Uh, to prove that it's ice cold. Now, if it's molten, then... And it mean, burns out his esophagus, <laughs> then that's on Dave. He should have dior better. He should have done a better job. Um, but yeah, so look, all the best to Jenko. Either way, at the end of the day, what else is kind of fucked up is like, it's obviously a bad thing to do if you're a drug cheat, but it's also not like you're a criminal, but you're kind of seen as a piece of shit for almost ever. People just don't like cheaters. No, and I get that. People don't like it, mate. Rubs people up the wrong way, especially over here. We fucking hate we it. We hate cheaters. Strange, most people hate cheaters. Yeah, I know, but there's something about Australians just hate it, mate. In Europe, that's a bit like, oh, they're a bit more laissez-faire about it, I think. Probably. Mm. But, you know, I just don't think, you, you just don't want it to be. The problem is, it's just like any, any, any like desire for like a media career is fucked because you can't have a, Oh, it's fuck! It'll ruin him, mate. If this if this goes through, well, he's done. If he's, it's four years, he's like thirty eight. No, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like maybe you wanted to be a coach. Maybe you wanted to be. You know what I mean? It's just a bit. It's a bit tough. A bit, you know. A bit you become a bit. Him. You become a bit taboo. Ostracized. Mm, no good. But change of tact. Who do we like? Do you, who do you like? Uh, I'm gonna say. Who's your grand finalist? Who's your grand finalist? I'm gonna say. I have no idea, but I want. I'm, I'm gonna go Panther. I'm gonna go Panthers. Milk. R- milk. Yeah. Panthers milk. That'd be a great grand final. That's what I like. Because that would be a ripper. That would be a sick grand final. That would be a sick... Fuck the Storm. They've had too many. And fuck the Rabbitohs next year, maybe. No, no, no. Young, hot, hungry. New blood. Like, just new... You know, it's no Roosters, no Storm. Fresh, 
grand final, even though the Raiders are there last year, but like the milk have, have been pretty... It's, they're still, the, milk, the milk isn't off, bro. No, the milk's still fresh. Puzzle dribblers, we haven't talked a lot of NBA this season. Uh, reasons being there's been too much rugby league on. Too much happening. There's been too much happening. But that doesn't mean I don't watch it. I keep a very close eye on the NBA. Uh, this final season, or final series rather, has was people have penciled in a sweep or a gentleman sweep at least four one, four nil, something like that. Miami fucking well coached, well up for the fight, mate. Well, they had I mean? a couple of like Jimmy Butler pulling things out of his ass, and then like well, Tyler Hero is like this young rookie in the finals where you're like, Jesus. Mate, we looked up the other day, man, Matho, where he's from. He's from the middle of fucking nowhere, mate. Like, these players come from the most nondescript, bland, fucking middle-of-nowhere locations, and you just like... Like, the, he's a rookie, right? And he's fucking killing it. Could and you imagine how exciting that would be for him and his yes, family? Yes, that's what I'm saying. You just thinking about this kid. He must have fucking destroyed the high school he was at, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, he must have... Pumped everyone. He, they would have been like, have you heard about this guy who's putting fucking 60 up every game and just just destroying teams himself? Hundreds and shit, you know Comes what I mean? Comes from some just unassuming family. Unassuming. He's from an unassuming white boy neighborhood. Like, they probably play very little basketball where he's from. Like, I can't remember where he's from exactly. Does Dior. Doesn't Dior matter. will find that. But it's very suburbia, nondescript, could be anywhere. No one has front yard, no front, like, they don't have fences. No fences. There's just houses next to each other, which I found weird. Anyway. I mean, yeah, I guess that's weird. I don't know. I haven't even really thought about that as a thing. Anyway, yeah. we're getting a little off track. So everyone was like, <laughs> you know, the Lakers will sew it up game five. Jimmy Butler goes out there, puts up 40, gets a triple-double. Flops his hog out. Jimmy oh, Butler was he, fucking homeless at one point. Yeah, well, he got 35, I think, but he got a triple-double. And then LeBron got 40 as well. They were just trading blows down the stretch. And they couldn't get it done. And then people started to go, ooh, fuck, man. Like, LeBron's a choker. LeBron's a oh, choker. Yeah. Oh, my God. MJ would never have fucking lost that uh, game, man. Oh, my God. All these people talking so much crap about nothing they know about. I'm not saying I know. No. But I, but I know enough to say I didn't watch MJ, you, MJ play. You also, you know, yeah, exactly. You know enough to say you don't know. Yeah. Just because you've watched NBA for the last, like, even 10 years, you don't know shit about Michael Jordan. You just mm. know the results. But, but people so quick to hate LeBron, bro. Like, people just hate LeBron, and I can't work out why. I I'm think like, he's it because he's Magoo as a person. But he's like, but he's but he's not a pig, right? He doesn't no. fucking cheat on his wife. He hasn't fucking been involved in, you know, hairy shit like some players can be, right, at the tippy top, yes. right? He hasn't got, hasn't been caught. Caught. caught he hasn't been caught, right? Well, he hasn't been caught. Which I'm he's not putting, accusing him of He's I'm putting up saying, like, psychopath numbers, yes. right? Like he's fucking most playoff wins, most consecutive playoff games played. Like he's like third all-time on points scored, like assists. He'll, be, he'll retire like most points, most games, like third all-time assists. All these crazy numbers, yeah? So he gets the fucking ring today. And i got to tell you, I fucking loved it. I loved every Same. second but of also, it. But also what I liked is the synergy of Kobe dying. I don't like Kobe dying, but... That the Lakers are able to do it in the year that Kobe died. COVID's been a fucking shit year, and it's like I like that they did it for the Mamba. Yeah, yeah they did it for Mamba because because Kobe was my basketball, and I don't know. He's I our term, generation. I use the term hero lightly because I don't care. But he's like, but he's our generation. He was the one that I was like Kobe Bryant's a fucking weapon. I used to watch the you know uh, I watched I watched basketball a lot when the Lakers and Boston were going at it. Like two, late to the late to late, late noughties. Late noughties. Late noughties. They had like uh, Kevin Garnett and Paul Celtics, Pierce. Paul Pierce, Paul Pierce, Pierce Rajon Rondo. Rondo. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was running around them. 
Kevin Garnett was a fuck. Ray Allen. Ray Allen, yeah, beasts, all of them. Yes. And they got over the top. They, I think they denied from memory Kobe's three-peat. His second three-peat. Dior. Dior. Anyway, uh, lost my train of thought. But, mate, LeBron getting four at three different clubs is the first player to get four MVP. Uh, three, final- M- three MVPs, I think it is. No, he's the first player to get four finals MVPs at three different clubs. See, I thought there was... I thought. Oh, he's a, he's the first player to get one at three different. Yeah, because I thought he. I thought, and this is again me using my limited basketball knowledge. But I thought Dwayne Wade got one of them. No, no, no. He got no. He got two in Miami. He got one at Cleveland and, and one, one like for Finals MVP. Yeah, so, so he's had four, four four Finals MVPs, three different clubs. Yeah, first player to do that. Yeah, and I mean, I think the and what I was talking with my brother. My brother's obsessed with basketball. Shout out to Willie Burns. Can't catch. Um, he is obsessed with basketball. And we were talking about how, like, no one's come back from 3-1 in the finals to win it except for Cleveland. Yeah, against Golden against State. Against Golden State, who are, like, Golden one State, of the teams of all teams. Golden State at the time were coming off the back of the best season ever, 72 and... Uh, 72 and... No, 73 and 9 or something. I think they play 82 games. 73 and 9. Something. Something like that. Beat the Bulls. The 96 Bulls. Yeah. Everyone's going, what the fuck? They were down 3-1. He comes back. Like, and wins it for the first it. time for Cleveland ever in a team full of losers, essentially. And now he goes to another team at, in year 17 and gets another ring. Like, the guy's a fucking weapon, bro. Is he the GOAT? I don't know. I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't sit here and tell you. Mate, it's so hard to compare errors, bro. They, this is what they're saying. They go, he will retire with the best career. He'll have the best resume. From top to bottom, whether or not he's the best player. Well, would you make that same argument with like Joey and Cam Smith? Joey was probably a better player than Cam. Joey's Smith. a better. That's what we always say, you and I. Joey is a better out and out footballer. Yeah. He's the greatest out and out footballer of all time. But Cam Smith. But Cam Smith has a better resume. Yes. Simple as that. Yes. He's played fucking. Same as Cooper Cronk. Like Cooper Cronk's got the best resume of any half in the history of the competition. Six premierships minus two because they're cheating cunts. And then you know three back-to-back grand finals. But probably won't be an immortal. The 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 most the most games played for any half, most experienced half in the competition. But it's like, yeah, but you're not you're not as good a player as Joey. Yeah. So maybe that's more what it is that MJ the more naturally gifted. Joey's Joey is the MJ. MJ's the Joey, and Cam is LeBron. LeBron's Cam. Yeah. I'll I'll go with that. We go with that. Are we happy with that? Puns I'm happy with that. I now, think we're all happy with look, that. I think we are. And we, I mean, we signed off with that. I think we've signed off on you that. you got all these punters and dribblers going, oh, you know, we, we can talk NBA. Yeah, yeah. Don't we, you worry about that. Yeah, we just signed off on We it. just signed off it's on it. It's just been ratified. It's just been- Another GOAT debate. Another GOAT debate. The great and the powerful Rafael Nadal, friend of the show. Yes. A friend of ours. A good friend. Look, we... We we, uh, we Skyped him after his win. We, 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 we Skyped him. Um, we go for... Oh, God. No, just escape me. Big Spanish bowls of... Paella. We go for paella. We go for paella. Yes. He invites us to Mallorca, and yeah. we go for paella. We go for paella. Obviously, we couldn't. We had to just have paella over Skype with him. We had paella over Skype, and we congratulated him on on twenty slams. Uh, he absolutely fucking annihilated Djokovic in straight sets. The bloke that everyone loves to hate, us included. Mm. Sorry, bra, but I'm not India. No. You're a loser. You got absolutely wild. You're a great player. Yeah, you're one of the all-time. You're, th- you're third all-time. Yeah. But third, you will remain. Hope so. Even if you get even if you get more slams, you still remain. But third. so Rafa goes, bro, I, I don't know if you've forgotten, mate, but I'm the king of clay. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm the king of clay. 13. He will never... That will never be bested. No. 
Never. His record is 102. Actually, that reminds when me. When he got to 10, I was like, no, no, no. That, that's never going to be best. He's on 13 this French Opens. This of... Um, uh, what the fuck does this mean? Um, let me get this article up that uh, was just... It was a great article off the back of Nadal's extraordinary smoking. So I'm going to read most of it, and I might trim some of it out because it'll be long. <coughs> but there's some good bits in here. Um, Are you going to read it? Do you yeah. want me to read it? No, no. Give me a go. <laughs> give me a whirl. I'll give you a whirl, bro. Um, I'm just trying to find... Uh, the bits that were... So basically this article was just about how Nadal's win over Djokovic sort of uh, pours more piss onto Dominic Thiem's US Open win. We said it at the time. There was not... There hasn't been a more beta Grand Slam win in the history no. of the game. So we I'm go. sorry, there hasn't been. It was a put-down for TM and the entire men's game, outside of Nadal's fellow enduring legends, albeit delivered with Nadal's trademark humility. Back in your box where you've been for for so long. TM will always be a US Open champion. It's in the history books. No one can take it away from him. Really, that's all that matters. But at the same time, this French Open was a bleak reminder of the gulf between Nadal, Djokovic, Federer, and everyone else, with honorable mention to the greats Andy Murray and Stan Wawrinka. Great mention. Like that they mentioned them. Because Stan's an all-timer. Yeah, well, all-timer is a bit hectic, but chill. Uh, think about what it took for TM to win his first major. Federer had knee surgery in his late 30s. Nadal opted out amid a lethal global pandemic. Djokovic def- was defaulted for hitting a lineswoman in the throat on purpose. An, un- an inexplicable, unholy trilogy. On the basis of all past evidence and what we saw at Roland Garros, the US Open was another slam that would have gone to a big three member if not for such utterly freakish circumstances. Nadal and Djokovic had won the past three US Opens and Novak was unbeaten this year until he lost to Rafa in the French Open final. TM had a chance to prove his legitimacy as a Grand Slam winner at Roland Garros. He already played two finals against Nadal. He could have quashed any talk of an asterisk for his maiden major by winning another. Yet he had won just one set between those two previous finals, and this time wasn't to be seen at the business end. The element of ruthless consistency that the big three have long delivered was found lacking. TM lost in the quarterfinals to Diego Schwartzman, who... That was just me adding that. With Nadal, uh, who Nadal then obliterated in the semis. Nadal had played just four tournaments and 19 competitive matches before the French Open and was still untouchable when he might have been considered at his most vulnerable. He is 34 with incredible mileage on his body, yet still proved unconquerable. Um, just a bit more about Nadal. Um, it's good stuff. Mate, it's good shit. No more excuses could be made for young players for failing to lay a glove on the greats. That's been said for years. The natural order of things is that the young surpass the old, yet they have been unable to. Stefano Tsitsipas came close in the French Open, yet again falling short against Djokovic, losing two sets, then winning two, then falling 6-1 in the decider when Novak upped the ante. Tsitsipas had no answer for the level of tennis, which in turn was nowhere near good enough to beat Nadal. The next major is the Australian Open with Djokovic in my, still in mighty form. The French Open's back after that, where likely only injury could stop Nadal winning his 14th title, surpassing Federer for his 21st slam. Who knows if we can hope for a serious new challenger at Wimbledon and the US Open. 
Iga Swiatek, 19 unseated women's. Rah, rah, rah. No offense to women, I just don't care. I've got one. Hold on. I've got one. Who? Hold on. I know you're going to say. Give me a second. TM27. Yeah, this is, in, this is good here. TM27 set a record by winning the US Open. First major champion. TM27 set a record by winning the US Open. The first major champion born in the 90s. It was a wonderful achievement for a hardworking, big-hitting player with a dam- and a damaging indictment on the men's game. Nadal, Djokovic, and Federer were 19, 20, and 21, respectively, when they first won majors. Tam's Flushing Meadows victory feels hollow after Roland Garros. He may have deserved a breakthrough slam, yet almost certainly would not have been good enough to earn it if he had faced a big three member despite their advancing years. Another year of men's major tennis down and barely closer to the end of the Nadal-Federer-Djokovic cartel, despite having a new Grand Slam winner crowned. That's 57 slams and counting for the big three, with Djokovic-17 still capable of chasing down Nadal and Federer if he remains healthy. Mate, like, and that's as simple as that. I've been saying this for men's a Men's tennis is kind of fucked. Mate, men's tennis is fucked. Like, yeah, we sit back and we've enjoyed one, we've enjoyed one of the great errors all time. No, the greatest error. The great, well, it's the, uh, easily. Thank you. Easily the greatest error. But when we fucking, when we're gone, let's, if we have a good knock, if we have a Bradman knock, you and I, we won't see anything like this. No way in the fucking world. The three greatest players playing against each other at the same time, yeah. trading blow for blow for blow for blow for blow, and surrounded at the same time by fucking beaters. Beaters everywhere I look. Yeah. Losers from top to bottom. No one's stepping up. No. I've been shocked. Every fucking year I'm like, surely Federer ties this year. Surely someone steps up and fucking takes the crown this year. No one does. They're all fucking losers, mate. And... And then you go, okay, where do we look to next? I think the only place you look to next, the only one with the real talent, the only one with the raw talent, like unbridled. And everyone says it. Everyone says it, mate. Everyone says it. Anyone that knows a fucking goddamn thing about tennis says the same fucking thing. If Nick Kyrgios, the king, the king, could switch on for half a second, if he could practice from, instead of practicing 15 minutes a day, practice two hours a day, applied himself like the, the big three do. If you had the big three mindset, if you had their mind, their, their will to win, yes. he's won five slams already. He just mate. doesn't give a shit. And he I'm not knocking him for it. He just doesn't give a shit. No, no. Mate, we love him. We're, we're, we're fans of the king, but, but he doesn't give a fuck. No. You know what I mean? Like, I, I remember it was put so eloquently. I remember Hugh, friend of the show, was telling me, everyone's like, fucking, you know, why doesn't, why doesn't Kyrgios want to achieve greater things? Why doesn't he want to win slams? And they'll... And in, Apparently, Federer was like, have you ever considered that this is his own success? Making millions of fucking dollars, barely fucking training, cruising around the world, doing whatever the fucking... Living, living in like Barbados or something. Doing shit. whatever the fuck he wants. Like, he may well have made it in his own mind. Mm. Do you know what I mean? 100%. Well, he has made it, right? He may not... Slams may not be the metric by which he, you know, measures success. Like, so, if you look at his record against the big three, it's pretty tidy. Mm. Like, he gets wins off him all the time. Yeah. Yeah he, he, yeah, he may go to bloody, you know, Flushing Meadows and, and bow out in the second round of some fucking no-name from God knows where. But that's Kyrgios, and that's, that's Kyrgios Tennis. That's you know That's I mean? Kyrgios Tennis. But it's when exciting. he's on, when he's on, bro, he's the only one, in my mind, that could actually threaten these blokes. But so he now, can't be fucked. No, can't be fucked, and I'm not here to judge him. So now we've got... Fed and Nadal both on twenty, and Fed came out with some just oh, it's it, oh, it's just oozing it, off him. Classy. That's why he's the goat. I gotta find it. I know I'm reading a lot. I think read pretty well though, didn't I? Come on, you can say it. You did your absolute best. I read. I think I read 
spectacularly well. Here we go. Eddie, you read this one. Dior, zoom it in. Zoom it in. My eyes aren't that well. Eddie, we all know Eddie's history with eyes. Let's, my eyes used to turn Let's. Eddie used to have compass eyes. So for those that are sort of living under a rock, metaphorical or otherwise, Nadal's 20th slam now ties in with the great and the powerful Roger Federer. So they're both on 20 apiece. And Roger, because he's a classy guy, always has, oozes class, comes out with, with a classy pose. Yeah. To honour his great friend Rafa and compatriot and competitor over the years. So he put up a photo of him, of the two of them standing on yeah. clay. I've always had the utmost respect for my friend Rafa as a person and as a champion. As my greatest rival over many years, I believe we have pushed each other to become better players. Therefore, it is a true honour for me to congratulate him on his 20th Grand Slam victory. It is especially amazing that he has now won Roland Garros an incredible 13 times. Fucking let that sink in, mate. That's 13 years. Like, Yeah, it's ridiculous. Ridiculous, mate. I think he's only lost twice which is one of the greatest achievements in sport. He's actually only lost twice yeah, at the French Open. No, it's twice in 100 matches at the French Open. He lost once to Novak Djokovic when he was at the peak of his powers, and he lost once when he was injured to fucking Dior. I heard today as well that this was like only the fourth time ever someone's won a whole Grand Slam without dropping a set. Apparently, it has been done. Yeah, but he didn't drop a set this whole Grand Slam, and only like the fourth time ever someone's Yeah, 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 yeah the yeah, fourth yeah, time yeah, ever. Sorry, yeah, yeah. sorry. Um... I also congratulate his team because nobody can do this alone. I hope 20 is just another step on the continuing journey for us both. He's, he's, he's saying, essentially, I'm not done yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done, Rafa. You deserve it. Class! All class. Two goats. Two goats, dude. Get on your fucking knees, punters and dribblers. All right, punters, dribblers. Sort of a new segment, kind of. We're just giving Dior, you know, a bit more bloody... Leeway, you know, like he's obviously impressed us, he's impressed you, he's impressed the punters and the dribblers the world over. Pause that, Dior. Yeah, it's all right, nothing's playing. No music. Um, so, this is tidbits with Dior. So, this is all the sort of non major sporting things, things that we may have missed uh, in the online world. Uh, Eddie, what are you doing there, bro? I think you might need headphones. Maybe I've got yours. Dior started by stealing Eddie's headphones. Oh, I'm just fucking jammed up in all my cords here. Hang on. Look, this we're not we're not stopping this intro. This intro's still going. Eddie and Dior, bed shits galore. Um, right, but this is tidbits with Dior. So the first one we've got here, Dior, is what? So Kevin Gordon, which some people, some dribblers might remember of Gold Coast Titans fame, was once talked about as like the fastest man in the league. Do you he remember was a, that? He was a weapon, dude. Yeah, he, he was, was a, a really fast wing. winger for the yeah. Titans. Yeah, so he was good. Anyway, now, a few years post-league, he's uh, made quite a personality out of himself. He Even, like, up to two years ago, he was posting some good YouTube videos of himself. Dressed up, bit of a personality, bit of music in Stop there. Stop there, but... change your camera battery. Oh, fuck, good idea. That's all right. I just thought best to do that in case something happens. No, I saw that before. And I was... How many dribbles were tonight? I saw that look in your eye. Just wondering. I don't know. I have done a bit of an audit, but not of not entirely. Because you can see when they start to roll through, yeah, they're like Wallabies are playing, or the fucking Eels are out, and they just yeah. the, the 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 hotline just goes fucking hot. Yeah. All right. Uh, Kevin Gordon. Anyway, he's released a music video, um, a song and a music video for his music career, which he's been promoting for. 
a little bit. Yeah, he um, he um when he re- he retired not because like he wasn't old or anything. He retired, I think, to pursue this career. And you know we're big supporters of anyone having a crack. But I will say, following him on Instagram, he is a fucking weird dude. And I you know that's not a judgment thing. That's just the truth. He's he's bizarre. Um, but yeah, releasing music videos. He calls himself like Deep Gordon or something. I'm not 100% sure what that... Yeah, Deep Gordon. Does he go deep? Maybe. We'll have to see. I haven't seen this video. Alrighty. Let's hit it. Step right up. Step right up. It's chance to dance. It's easy. You break free and dance and you'll win. Only $2. Chance to dance. Who fancies a dance? You, sir. Would you like a dance? What the? How about you? Over there, fancy a dance. It's easy, you can win the money you absolutely need. Fancy a dance? I'll play. You? Well, all right. You reckon you can take a dance? Who the fuck is this guy introducing? I don't, I don't, I don't know who that guy is, but... This is twisted shit. Like, this is acidy. He's sticky taped to a pole, trying to break free. What the fuck is this? I don't know, dude. It's very hard to... Where are they? What I don't. What is this song? Is this his own song? Yeah. Need your body by Kevin Gordon. Look, it's better than Vin Diesel, but I don't know how much better. It's very twisted, though. What the fuck? Imagine like them trying to work out the idea and the concept. Yeah, that's where I'm trying to like. There is also a part of me that doesn't hate this part. No, it's good. I like this bit. Video clip is fucked, but I like this bit. This guy's playing a keyboard guitar. This guy's pretty funky, yeah, the guy in the red. the guy in the red. Kevin Gordon's not that good, but this guy's good. I think Kevin Gordon just loves the camera. Kevin Gordon loves the camera. Oh, yeah. Which I'll is, show you more proof of that yeah. after. He loves the camera, mate. Is he trying to build a, re- a career on being on camera? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Is that his angle? Not like music specifically. No, just he just wants being to be on like, camera, yeah. I think that's the whole song. I think the rest is more just weird outro bit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, like it just, uh, it's just, it's, it's just dude. weird. Dude. Could you imagine seeing this on a scat day? I think I'd fucking melt. No, 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 no. If you get me on a bounce out Sunday when I don't pick up my phone and, and I, you showed this to me, I would. I think you'd spontaneously combust. I'd, I would, mate. I'd, 
I'd go back into the bloody core of a sun where I came yeah. from. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah. That was weird. No, Look, no, that'd fuck me up. So, I mean, I guess if you were just listening to that, that's probably, you know, you may have even skipped through. I don't know, but I wouldn't judge you for doing so. I wouldn't judge you for skipping. He, um, There's a lot of good shit on his ground. Yeah, just go to it. What's his Instagram? There's, like, as in, uh, let, let, let the people go to it. I don't think we need to see any yeah, more of this Deep shit. Yeah, Gordon. He, he did release this one song before. I don't know if you guys saw this one. This is like, just in terms of pun, almost as bad. Jamaican right, Me Crazy, which is Hang a joke on. that someone's already made. Dude, they, they must do a lot of fucking drugs. I mean, I'm not accusing anyone of anything, but like... To come up with these ideas, you need to be fucking hammered. I love the old school, like, PowerPoint slide sort of... Yeah, this is word art. Yeah. Word art approach he's going word for art. with, like, the sort of, like, the... Star the wipe. slide yeah, peel star, star wipe, wipe yeah. stuff. Kevin Gordon's a big star wipe guy, bro. It's as simple as that. I don't get any of this shit. Kevin, you've had enough. Yeah, dude, Kevin. I think he just re- repeats the same first verse. Yeah, yeah. That, what else has he got? Yeah. That was. I mean, there's only a certain amount of How many of followers has he got? Right? How many followers has he got? What does it say that? Seven Seventh, not enough. Not even seven. Well, I mean, like, can. I wonder whether most of those were accrued through playing rugby league and then, you know, he hasn't necessarily grown oh, yeah. a, a large you amount. You can tell there's one bit. I'm just saying there's a lot of work going into these, it seems to be. Like, it's, like he's writing songs and shit. Yeah, sure, oh, yeah. sure. I mean, yeah, I, was, I was trying to find it because there's a certain point in his Instagram feed where you can tell he stopped being a rugby league player and started just being a fucking uh, personality yeah, like, uh, or something. He's just trying to, like, you know, get it really going. Well, yeah, so where did he start taking acid? <laughs> when did he go acid to Burning Man? Yeah. When did Mushrooms, he go to Burning Man? acid and weed. We're Again, not, not a, I'm, not, I'm not judging anyone for doing those no, things. of course not. Just simply pointing out that he definitely is. Is that a league? No. Like, I wonder whether you watch, like, right, like, he could probably still be playing NRL. He's not that old. He wouldn't be that wouldn't old, would he? Nah. nah. Still with the boys there. It's getting more into rugby. It's a it's a bit of a slow transition, but you could tell he's got a footy ball in that, but still some pretty Magoo type photos. Kevin, good on him though. Well, look, mate, do you do you, bro? Do you, bro? I, fuck, that's weird. I think he wanted to be like the Rock at one point, mm. and again, I mean, you know, as Magoo do as Magoo does. Magoo's like Magoo's are drawn to each other. Yeah. Speaking of The Rock, that's the next one we wanted to get to, is it not, Dior? It is indeed. So The Rock... uh, I'd like to... I mean, obviously it depends on what The Rock's doing, but I wouldn't mind, like, just The Rock's post of the week to be something we can sort of look at. Well, I feel like we've got... Between The Rock, between Vin Diesel, and between Hopper, there's enough to be, you know, the Magoo social media post of the week. I think so. And The Rock's certainly done it for us this week. Yep. Uh, so he's just put a picture of himself with a black background uh, from a news article, I guess. Dwayne Johnson surpasses 200 million Instagram followers, most by any American man. Then could we just get what Dwayne wrote? Yeah, on the side, yeah. yeah so zoom said, in so we can see it. 
officially the most followed man in America. American flag emoji, praying hands emoji. What a past few weeks, at times very loud and spicy. I spoke my truth with a little poise, dignity and respect, and here's the result. Tidal wave of quiet support surging past 200 million followers on IG. 300 million plus total across all platforms. <laughs> yeah, nice flex, bro. Yeah, 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 just added... <laughs> number one most followed man in America and number one daddy at home. Uh, Love you guys and thank you. Let's keep building uh, and putting in the hard work. Hashtag grateful... What? Grateful calluses? Yeah, because he's talking about lifting yeah. weights and having calloused hands. I will say this. Obviously, his movies... Like, I enjoy Rock's movies as a wrestler. Love The Rock. There is something that I find a little frustrating about people who celebrate, like, talking about just, like, exercise being sort of, like, like how good a callus on my hands from lifting weights. It's like, yeah, dude, like, you do good movies and you wrestle and all that shit, but, like... Well, hard you... work is what he's implying. I know that's what he's implying, mm. but it's just, like... Well, mate, we've said it before. You do steroids and you lift weights. We've said it before. He's lost touch with the common man. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. I mean, listen, we could post up every time we surge past another thousand followers on Instagram. We could. I mean, we could. And And maybe we should. Maybe we will at 6,000. Have you seen this, Eddie? The French commentary on Jack Whiten's try? No. Get it up. You're in for a treat. Yeah, this is pretty good. I did actually see this earlier. It's so good. So good, bro. That's sick. That's better than outside of Rabs. It's better than anything Channel 9's offering up. I love how much the French are getting behind NRL. It's a great kick. Phenomenal kick from Williams to Jack White. Tedesco shits the bed. Look at that. That is a fucking thoroughbred, baby. Look at this man. You getting giddy watching him? Yeah. Am I getting giddy watching him? Yeah, that's put lead in my pencil. Yeah, Ricky Stewart. Ricky Stewart. That's put lead in my pencil yeah. big time. I could yeah. listen to French commentary to my boy, my crush, Jackie White, and yeah. go over every day of the week. Oh, God, yeah. Thanks for coming, baby. All right, let's do some dribbles. We've been going on far too long. Right. Swing us some of that vape, Let dog. Let this. Go. Let's dribble. A gecko. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Oh my! Because you remember the guy was like, we asked people to call in with, with animal sounds. Sound. <laughs> so that was just a guy calling in as a gecko. Well, so let's hear it again. A gecko. <laughs> oh my god! Oh god! Oh god! This is what we've become. I love it. We asked for it. We asked for it. I love it. I love it. We hats off to you. Can you? Can you Hall of Fame that gecko? Yeah. Or no, the gecko's in the Hall of Fame. The gecko's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. Because it took commitment and balls. 
<laughs> it did. All right. Little gecko balls. G'day, boys. It's uh, the bales here. Just want to say, fuck the milk. And um, Eddie, Karen Crossy misses on Insta. Fuck, mate. She's not bad. Um, yeah, you're, you're probably punching. I knew one of the and Jippers called up and spoke about Tom punching. But, um, Eddie, I think you're a bit of a punter, mate. Uh, anyways, see you soon. Cheers. Cheers, bro. Take that as a compliment. Take that as a compliment. I like and to punch. A, a comment and a compliment. But yeah. yes, no, Ed, Edward is also punching. We're both we're, punching. We're, we're a couple of punchers. Mm. Punchers yeah. and dribblers. Yeah, we'll throw. We'll, we'll throw them. We'll throw them. Oh, we'll throw them, all right. Happy to throw them. We've been throwing them for a while now. Yeah, you know, right? a long time. We've been throwing a while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just you keep know, throwing them. Listen, I mean, when you top the heap. Mm. Just keep throwing Just, just keep, keep throwing them. That's how you get to the top. Oh, good day, D's, 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 double D. Oh. Press chook dribbler here. Just looking at my wounds last today after last night's loss to the milk and you know trying to figure out where it all went wrong. Obviously, the three peat was going to be a hard task for any chook's outfit, but you really can't help shake the feeling that Carl Flanagan just hasn't cut the muscle for us this year. Um, really goes to your long held belief that a team without a throbbing seven can't go and win that premiership. Uh, obviously, the 2016 Sharks is the exception to the rule there. Reach yeah. out, Chad. Tell a story. That being said, one thing I've found extremely frustrating this year and every year for the last decade or so is the fact that Jared Warrior Hargraves gives away about eight penalties a game. Like, fuck me. The bloke doesn't seem to realise that he... Well, we got a second one. Cut off. Yeah, depressed chook dribbler here again. Uh, you wouldn't believe that the missus decided to call me halfway through my uh, my first dribble, first time dribbler. Should have so read it up. She yeah. call back and just finish off. Um, I think I was talking about Jared Wurry at Hargraves and how he's an absolute fucking liability. Um, like I realise he's got eight foot six and that if he sticks an arm out, he's going to take off a head. Uh, but I guess the worst part about it is that the Chooks have a really abysmal win rate of like 40% when he's not playing. So my question to you boys is, is there a whole subspecies of footy player known as the necessary liability? And if so, name Chuck the player who is most frustrating to watch but that you can't live without. Uh, cheers, boys. Be it soon. Power of premierships never. Well, in Manly's rise to fucking absolute dominance in the decade of dominance, Chucky Dax, what now, gave away penalty after, Dax, penalty, penalty after penalty after and penalty. And I mean, I mean, well, what is the title for this sort of a player? Is it uh, the like calculated risk player? Where it's like, listen, they're going to... What term did he use for it? Calculated risk or the like necessary, necessary liability? liability? I think yeah. it's more of like a necessary grub in Hargrave's case. Well, yeah, but it's not. It's it's more just the one where you go. You need to have that. You need to have that like the necessary evil where it's like they're going to get penalties, but they play hard, tough rugby league football. Yeah. Is that a Leilua? Uh, well, no, because he's never really been in winning teams. But like you, they're Josh usually, Maguire's, they're usually up front. Yeah, Josh Maguire's and getting through the evil. Th- getting through the dirty work. Chucky Dax Watmo love to bloody get in there and get the rough stuff done. There's there's a correlation between blokes that love doing the rough stuff and sometimes they take it too far. Yeah, they're you bloody I mean? they they're, they're they're on the line, you know. Yeah, yeah, they flirt with the line, mm. and sometimes they step over yeah. it. And you just say, "Fuck it." If I'm getting good, tough, honest. Fucking in your face rugby yeah. league football, then that's the Spud, price you pay. Spud Carroll, that sort of stuff. Mate. You know, like these guys. I mean, Hopper, he yeah. was probably on the extreme end of that. Most abandoned player of all time. Yeah, ten years he's got. 
Um, but yeah, I like that. Steve Maddai. Is he in that realm? Stevie not did a do forward, it. He's not a forward, but he did. He, he had quite a, suspended. Had a high career. tackle in him. Did well, he, he he got a couple wrong, and they they got him around the chops. Mate, he fucking he mm. he like knocked out Mark Gasnier in a test match once. He got a couple wrong, but when he when he's on, he fires up the ball. Yeah, yeah, oh, big yeah. time. I like it. Necessary. I agree. Yeah, it's a good question, and it's a good it's a good uh, subspecies. concept subspecies for sure. Send them in. There's plenty of them. Send in your necessary evils. Yeah, like it. Like it a lot. G'day, boys and uh, punters and the dribblers. I'm um, just watching pretty good game of footy, South versus Para. Um, halftime, bit of a yarn came up. Who is the hottest NRL immortal? Uh, I asked a few, Joey, a few chicks, and the consensus seemed to be either Reg Gaznier or or Andrew Johns. Just would love to hear your boys' opinions of it personally. Um, I'm a, bit of a, I'm a bit of a Reg Gaznier bloke myself, but uh, it would be interesting to see what you boys reckon. Be as soon, thanks. Great question. Dior, get up the immortal, pictures yep, of the immortals, please. Drag, oh, them, yeah, drag, them, drag them across. Dally yeah. Messenger, from memory, was a bit of there, a hot I boy. think there was a guy called Frank. Is there a guy called Frank in there? Or have I just made that oh, up? Oh, yeah, Frank Burge. Oh, his blonde hair. Not look. Now, not I don't too know. Bad. I could be wrong here, but like, I, for some reason, I thought that Clive's Frank was no, no chop. Let's zoom in hard, Dave, and we'll go. We'll Reg Gasney is fucking hot. Okay, f- so we go here. Clive Churchill? Nah. No. Clive Bob doesn't have it. Fulton, Bob Fulton? No. no. Artie? No. Artie, probably the best we've looked at so far. Frank? Definitely not. I thought he was, but Frank. Looks like he's... Mate, Reg Gaznier looks pretty good to me from what I saw earlier. Ooh, Mal's no. Mal, no. Oh, there we go. Johnny, Johnny Raper, no. no. Graham Langlands is a bit of a stud. Changer doesn't look too bad there. That's a good photo of him, I think. Yeah, it is. Joey, obviously, not a great photo, but we know Joey's got it. Dave Brown looks kind of hot there. Look at Dave. Yeah, I don't mind the Dave. The headgear's obviously weird, but Dave looks like a man. I don't mind Dave. Dave Brown's a man's man. Norm Proven, got a beak on him. Herbert Daly Messenger looks kind of handsome. He's, got a, he's handsome. He's like old school handsome. It's like a rugged country boy sort yeah, of. Yeah. So right now for me. He looks like he'd have a great handshake. Joey, Dave Brown, Daly Messenger. Reg. Wally Lewis ain't Ooh. bad with a head of hair. Wally's okay. Oh, fuck. Reg Gaznier's. Reg is pretty high. I didn't realize Reg Gaznier looked like that. He's got that stare off in the distance That's what in I mean. that photo as well. Reg Gaznier's got a very nicely proportioned face. Dude, Reg is almost. But he looks a bit young. Yeah, but I mean, like, Reg... Can we get some more photos of Reg, please, mm, Dave? Because at this, at this point... And Dali Messenger. Can we get... We're getting... We need Reg? Oh, oh, oh holy Reggie. shit. Reg is hot as fuck. <laughs> Reg is hot as get fuck. Get up in that St. George jersey. Oh, holy. yeah. Can we go up the get top that, there, Dave? The, 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 the St. George no, colour? Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That. Oh. Oh, yeah, okay. All right. Reg... Definitely the hottest immortal, I Dude, think. Dude, fuck, punters, do you ever know what Reg looks like? Reg is a fucking dime. Yeah, piece, baby. yeah, yeah. Reg is definitely someone you take home to mom. Yeah. Mm. No, not, not, not in that shot. That one, not in that no. shot, he's not. Look, that one. I mean, get that one in this stranger. Oh, this one. Holy oh, yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. could, we, could, could we look into uh, just Dave Brown as well? Only because yeah. he looked hot. That headgear didn't do him any favours. Dale Brown, wasn't it? No, it was Dave Brown, Rugby League. Immortal. No, no, uh, these guys yeah, are all... Yeah, yeah. It's probably a fair few Dave Browns. Yeah, it's a, it's a generic... Can we get one without your headgear, Dave? For fuck's no. sake. Can you just go to that very top left one, though? Because even though the headgear... Mate, he's wearing on, the headgear in the team photo. I know. Okay, no. Get he, up. Looks, he looks like a real good player, but no. I don't think get up, we... Get give. up, Clive. 
Get up, Clive. Yeah, Clive. What do we dally? Go dally. Dally, no, dally, 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 dally. Look, mm. oh, I'm still going Reg. I think Reg has got it, and like Reg has got it over Joey. Joey's a Joey's Joey, but Reg has got it. Get up, Graham Langlands as well. Nah, Frank nah, doesn't have it. Frank. Frank's out. Get get Graham up again. Oh, oh he's still uh, old, young. Yes. Mm. Go to that top one there, middle. Yeah. This one, yeah. Nah, not the best. Nah. Nah, nah it's Reg. Nah, nah, it's, no, Reg. it's Reg. It's Reg, Reg Gaznia, hottest immortal. Great yeah. fucking call. Great question. But it's it's definitely Reg. It's definitely Reg Gaznia, hottest immortal. Follow, followed closely probably by Joey. Uh, Dally Messenger. Johnny Rapers doesn't look too bad at the young. Oh, he looks photo. a bit dorky. Johnny Raper doesn't look very hot. No, dude. No, he just looks fuck young, no. Hey. no. He just he just looked young in that one. No, you no, know? No, he looked no, a bit no, like no. Are you kidding way. me, Dave? If he's your type, you've lost it. Yeah, and no offense, to Mate, Johnny. Don't, don't kink shame me. <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> no, Reg is in. Reg is in. It's all over. Pack him up. Hottest immortal. Pack him up. Great question. One of, can it. you hall of fame that one, please? Yeah. Is the carrot munching dribbler here? Half time, South Burfields. Very nervous. First time dribbler. Very nervous as well. Here we go. What are your thoughts? Mario Kart, best level. I'm thinking Wario Stadium. Of course, you're jumping over the fence. Come on, be soon. Dave, can you please get up Mario Kart levels? It's been a while since I've No, no, no. No, no, no. It's Yoshi Beach. Yeah, I was oh, going to say yeah, as Yoshi well. Beach yeah, is, yeah, a good yeah. one. is it called Yoshi Beach? No, it's called um, I don't know what it's Cooper called, Trooper Beach. Thinking, yeah, Cooper, Cooper Trooper, Trooper Beach. Beach. That's a great one. Cooper Trooper Beach. You shoot through the bloody Cooper tunnel. Cooper Trooper Beach because it took balls and it took skill and it took commitment to jump through the tunnel yeah, and go for gold. Yeah, but you also gold. got to jump. The f- you also could launch over the thing in Wario Stadium that he's talking about. But that's you cheating. But so's Cooper Trooper. No, 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 no. They put the ramp there on purpose. Yeah, but that's there's a ramp that goes over the thing in Wario Stadium. No, 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 well. no, no, no. You jump the wall. Yeah, but there's a you're hitting. No, no, because it's like a it's like an it's like a motocross track. Yeah, but you're hitting uh, a ramp yeah, to know, do yeah, that. No, 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 no. No, no, no. It's no, all like you dirt, obviously like have never fucking played the game in your life, mate. I'm saying you what, know I'm what, you're sa- what I'm saying is if you can pull it off in the game, then it's mate. Meant everyone can pull it off. If you can't do it, you're an idiot. The Cooper Trooper Beach jumps way harder than the Wario one. Not saying it is, but the Warrior one's like, a piece of. Piece. What about Rainbow Road? There's one where you launch off and you Rainbow land Road's on the boring. Road. Well, it's too long. No one likes Rainbow Road. And it's fucking hard. Rainbow Road's difficult. The as best, shit, the yeah. best course. I tell you what else I, I like, and it might be a little bit uh, controversial. Luigi Raceway, baby, pure and simple. Just yeah, you cut and dry. That's cut and your dry. Meat and it's your yeah. first race off the fucking track. Get in there, rip in for the nation, <laughs> and have a crack. I love it, Moo Moo Farm. <laughs> Mate. I tell you what, I hate Moo Moo Farm, Those dude. I'm fucking... a sh- I'm a sure cup guy. I'm a sure cut. I'll tell you what, Bowser's Castle aesthetically, I reckon, is one of the best. Bowser's a lot Car- of good stuff. But going Bowser's on there. Castle is for the people with with the big crotch. You know I'm, what I mean? If you, can handle, yeah. if you can handle Bowser's Castle, if you know what you're about, it's, it separates for the men from the boys. Mm-hmm. 
this is what we got to do because my memory is so bad that I, I can't I feel like you've remember. never played it. Mate, are you kidding me? I probably had an N64 before you did, bruh. I'm just uh, so old. It, I'm just so good. I got it for my, like, my eighth birthday, Nintendo 64 with Star Wars Pud Racer, uh, best Diddy day Kong of Racing. Life. Diddy Kong Racing. Did I finish it? Of course I did. Uh, Star Wars Pod Racer was a dope game. Don Kong 64. Uh, Diddy Kong, Kong No, King Kong 64. King Kong? No, fucking Donkey Kong 64 with the yellow game pack. Do you remember that? And you used to have to get the expansion pack and put it in the front. You probably weren't even that born yet. No, before. <laughs> you wouldn't yeah. even have been alive. Do you remember that shit? I had Diddy the Donkey Kong, Kong expansion pack. No, I, don't, I think I had Donkey Kong. Oh, dude, it was sick. I had Diddy Kong Racing, obviously. Mario Zelda, Kart. sick. Super, Super Mario. Smash Brothers, sick. Uh, Sonic. Sonic, yeah, I had Sonic, a Sega, and nah. I vaguely remember having a Sega. No, that's, that, they're Mega Drive days, bro. I had a Sega Master System, which yeah. is real old. With Alex the Kid, yes, built in. Built into it. Yeah, yeah. But, we're the same era, bro. But I would love for us to get an N64 in here. I've got one. Well, let's get it in I here. I own it. Oh, next time I go to Dabra, I'll... Uh, I've got a mate who's got one in Bondi that's never used. I can, let's I can take try and hook us up, yeah. Well, that's way better. Yeah. But he, then, we need three controllers at least. Yeah. yeah, and then I know we. There's two. He's got Goldeneye. He's got. He's got a few. Good Goldeneye, ones. great yeah. game, bro. We could have Goldeneye's a great game. My old man, my mum said we couldn't have Goldeneye because obviously you're shooting people when we were young kids. And then dad just heard. Dad's never. Dad, my old man wasn't like the present. I don't know what dads are like, but like, mum would go get his birthday presents or Christmas presents and shit, and dad just never would. And then for just some reason, it was just such fanfare around Goldeneye. And mum said we couldn't have it, and then just one day dad came home with it. And we were like, Are you serious, bro? <laughs> You just came back with Goldeneye? I think, I reckon... This what is my, a big lift. This is my opinion, Tom. That's a huge lift. But this is my opinion. The Nintendo 64 is the GOAT. Console? GOAT console. I know it's controversial. It's either that or the PS2. It's yeah. close. It's fucking close. But there's something about the nostalgia of the 64 that just gets me up. Yeah, well, that's the thing, though, right? If you're born, like, in D or Dave's era where he... You'd be like, what are you, like, PS4 sort of era? No, no, I still rate the PS2. I had a PS1 back in the day and PS2 as well. I made my way through the Crash Bandicoot. Remember Time Crisis, dude? Ratchet and Clank. With the light gun. Do you remember that shit, dude? Yeah, Time Crisis, dude. Time Crisis on PS1 was a fucking game show. But Time Crisis in an arcade is better than almost any arcade. Dude, I looked it up the other day. You can buy one for three and a half grand. I was like, if I... If I had a man cave, that is the first fucking thing that goes it's in. It's not that expensive. No, it's not. For like a lifetime of enjoyment. Mate, honestly, to have your own time crisis in your, in your man house, cave, that is like... you want to go blow off steam? Oh, my God, bro. If Do you, you remember how good me, time... In the den. Time crisis at an arcade can't be beaten. Well, dude, at the, the, the pub in Bathurst at the Eddie, shout out to the Eddie if anyone uh, who works there or just who knows of it. Mm. When we would be at uni and it'd be a Wednesday night and everyone gets down there absolutely full to the brim of whatever. Chuck a block. We would, you and me would get down there and we would time cross our asses up yeah. as a team. Forget Buck Hunter, bro. Buck Hunter's for losers. Oh, yeah, you want to shoot You want to shoot deer? Oh, you Grow were, up. No, no, no. no, no. Uh, how about you take on some Japanese character who's it's like trying to back. take over the world, bro? It's shooting you back. Try yeah. getting past a boss. Who's, who's stolen some girl and yeah. you're going to get her back, bro. Yeah, Come yeah, on. Yeah. Switch on. Switch on. Uh, great question. Yeah, He's come back with a second dribble. Of course he has. Um, so it's a short one. Let's go. Cooper Trooper Beach. Fucking great. Choco Mountain. The carrot munching dribbler is back. Calls at half time, and I tell you what, full time is looking good for the Rabbitohs. Well done. Shout out to the punters and the dribblers. On top of Warrior Stadium, Myro Kart. These I'm, are the I'm right calling levels. out Don't, Boost Juice. What's your favourite Boost Juice? 
on a Sunday, bounced out. I'm going Mango Magic, of course. Of course. King William Chocolate, get it out of my face. Give me your best boost juice. I'm not See a big... you soon. I used to love Mango Magic from uh, Aranamore Boost Juice in Dubbo. Used to love it. Not a big boost juice gal myself. Mm. Uh, just wanted to go back to the Mario Kart yarn, though. The one where all the traffic... Weaving between the cars and shit. Was that Mario Kart? Yeah, it was Mario Kart. I enjoyed that one. That was that was on Star Cup, I believe. I believe it was level two this, on Star Cup. This, no, this... no, no, no. He's, mate, he's not... None of those are 64. That's what I'm saying. Where's fucking Dave here? Is he gone? Dave, you've lost it. Mario Kart 64. Mario Kart 64. This, no, no, no. This might be your greatest travesty. No, no, no. None of these are right. None of these are right. Back to square one. None of these nah, are right. Nah, you know what? None of these are right. Fuck it. None of these are right. No, that's right. 64. Yeah, Mario Kart 64 right there. Mimu Farm, Cooper Jury Beach, Calamari Desert. The desert was one that, wasn't Was there only bad. like four on Mario no, Kart No, 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 no. There's yeah. 16, bro. There's four cups. All right. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah. Calamari Desert was pretty sick, dude, with the train. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There was also a cheat for the, for the OGs that remember it. If you got a star and went through the tunnel and activated it, you'd shave time. Yeah. Huge. Huge. Um, yeah, So because you, you go along the train tracks. Yeah, yeah. Banshee Boardwalk, yeah. yeah I didn't mind it. Rainbow Sh- Road, although it was, t- it was tough, but it I was didn't, I didn't mind Mar- Mario Raceway, bro. There's something about it. Yoshi Valley? Which way did you go on Yoshi Valley? I'm trying to remember which one Yoshi Valley was. With the different different ways you can go. Bro, that one was tough. You know what I mean? And then you could also far. jump. You can jump and sort of nail it instead of going around yeah, the yeah, big yeah, S yeah, sort yeah, of band yeah, thing. Yeah. Mar- yeah. That was a tough one, dude. Yeah, it was, dude. The ice level? I didn't mind the ice level. I didn't. Yeah, Front Base Snowland. I like the penguins. I'm the a penguin ice level, fan. you could. You Sherbet did, Land you could was get tough. Your drift on. That was ice. Whereas Frappe Snowland was like when uh, there's like the little snowmen you have to dodge. Mm, yeah. yeah, and they'd bounce you. God, that'd that was that was annoying. You that's end up good. sliding out and end up in the water. Oh. No, that's Sherbet Land. Oh, that's Sherbet Land, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm getting my wires crossed. We need to get the 64 in here yeah, and have yeah. a bloody we'll, session. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get up to speed. Yeah, Love anyway, it. great dribble. Yeah. Fuck, dude, I just I could go all, all night on dude, 64. We games, should dude. settle in for a session. Yeah, seriously. Fuck yeah, mate. Get some vegan cigarettes, some N64. Oh fuck yeah, Dave. Nothing better. Love that. G'day, Tom and Eddie. It is the Gear Stewart again. Um, I'd again like to pay my respects to the big tasty and tasty boys, Dot Point Dribbler, Chris Bacious, Nut Truckers, St. Peter Volandis, Andrew Jones, our Lord and Saviour, Sam Burgess's dealer, which I think I just got a bit of gear off, um, Gary Ablett Senior, and the, uh, the bloke who told Dior to change his face, and last but not least, but Rusty's mum. With me, I've got the Barber Dribbler, a keen and ardent bow hunter, and he's about to show us what the noise a goat makes when you put a bow into it. There we go. Gear soon. Well, well, we've reached new heights with reached, that one. We've reached new heights. We have reached new heights. All right, next one. Yes. Hi, Tornetti. I'm going to get a pineapple and... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I know I have that. I a question about the Roosters. Did, can yeah, they still win that. the final? Even though they went they lost the green guys last night. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Who do you got, think that was? We got a double A. Eh, I feel like line. that was a Cole Cullen. I think it might have been. I don't know for sure. 
Hi, come in any time. The pineapple and the dribbler. <laughs> Question. Um, will um, the... Will the... Um, will, oh, really? Okay, will the Roosters win against the Raiders even though they lost last night? No, I don't Bye. think so. No. <laughs> Dude, we'll take that as a comment. We'll take that as a, com- a comment, but love to hear the dribblets getting in and amongst. Yeah, yeah, we love uh, that. She sounded like she was having the time of her yeah, life. Yeah, Obviously, maybe up. she was a bit overawed by yeah. the situation. No, 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 no. Know. She's fired up. She's fired up. She's a little confused, but she got the spirit. Yeah, exactly. No, no, it's all about spirit and energy. Mm. Love that. G'day, boys. This is the Northern Dribbler here. I can't get over the rhetoric that you guys are going to win 10 or 11 in a row. Just fucking focus on getting past three. It's like you guys have never heard the Beatles play, Cabri Chocolate, or fucking whatever else. It's been a frustrating season with Broncos, so yes, I'm rolled up. But I need to ask a good question. Dio Dave is a Storm fan. As for Kiwis, Sullies, and Queenslanders, by proxy, is Dio Dave, are you a Queenslander? And if so, can you actually go to bat for us? Bear same, boys. Cheers. Fuck, all right. This is a question that I kind of thought might come at some point and I was worried about. So, a lot of my friends will know I spent a little bit of time as a Queensland Origin supporter. Oh, my God. What do you mean, mate? Well, so, I mean, as what a dog... You... Uh... <laughs> oh, my God. So, this has never come up. As the... Uh... He's fucking stayed quiet <laughs> As the northern dribbler quite accurately put it, I mean, as a diehard Storm fan, when we're going... When Storm are in their heyday, Queensland are in their heyday, when I'm sitting down to watch a game, and on one team there's Smith, Slater, Cronk, at one point Inglis, whoever the fuck else, Dallas Johnson, and there's another team full of beta fucks that are from a team I don't support. Honestly, Where my, were you born? Heart, where, where were you born? I was born in Randwick, Sydney, Australia. And where have you lived your whole life? Yeah, Sydney, Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called the state of origin, mate. You, you don't get to pick. Fuck you can say you can say yeah. Look, I like Smith as a player; he's a great footballer. Yeah, I like Cronk as a player; he's a great footballer. Leo, yeah, I like Slater as a footballer. You know what I mean? You're allowed to say that he's a great footballer, but that doesn't mean that you barrack for a fucking state. How many, how many times you been to Queensland? Honestly, answer honestly. Probably once. No, no, no. I've been to Queensland <laughs> over ten times. I'd say my grandparents. <laughs> my grandparents lived in Queensland, so if that works, no, it doesn't work. Favor, no, it doesn't no, work. You were born in Randwick. How did you justify to your mates, who I assume Pulled talk you a line. lot of shit about you behind your back? Oh, yeah. <laughs> How did you justify to them that you were going for Queensland when you were born in New South Wales and have never been to Queensland? The justification was I can't support against or wish for the harm but or it's loss not the of same, any of my but players. Not, but it's not the same. And they weren't but talking much the when they were thing. fucking losing But it's anyway. not the same thing. <laughs> well, like, mate, like, if you... You were losing because you're from New South Wales. If Cronk was... If, okay, if Smith... Was a was a fucking Kiwi? Would you support New Zealand? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like, where do you draw the line? Do, do I just go? Oh shit! I love fucking shoulders of justice, Steve Maddow so much. I have to go for New Zealand in the Test match. Who do you go for now? 
Well, now I'm now <laughs> kind of back on the New South Wales. <laughs> kind of. Kind yeah. Of. I don't and feel I'm, like you've come back at all. I'm, I'm somewhat. Maybe he I'm, has because they're good now. Well, I'm more impartial than the rest of my friends. I'm like, I'm watching Origin for a good match. I don't want to see my boys get hurt. I want to see them play well. And, you know. I didn't oh. want to see. I don't want to see DCE get injured playing for Queensland. But when he has the Maroon jersey yeah, on. Yeah, but he was shit when he played I, for Queensland. Well, he he's the captain. The mate. He's the captain. And yeah. don't say us, bruh. Fuck. True, that was a bit of a slip. Oh, oh Freudian slip. This has changed everything. 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 This, we have a traitor in our midst. He hasn't said a word about it. He's kept it quiet. Well, I assume. Well, we, we haven't, I haven't been here since an Origin series. This is the first time I've been in the podcast. You do go for Queensland, don't you? You do. You do go for Queensland, don't you? You do. You're a Queenslander. Yes, you do. You do, don't you? Say Admit it. it. Say it. <laughs> Say it. Say Look, it. I, I don't get sad if Queensland wins. Say I I'm a Queenslander. <laughs> I'm a Queenslander. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, fucking. Oh. The fucking northern dribblers exposed me. <laughs> oh Jesus! Christ. I was flying under the radar so well. Oh my god! All right, out. Get out. <laughs> Well, fuck. The guns what? are coming out. Holy shit. Yeah, dude, I can yeah, see yeah. them loading yeah, up yeah. ammunition. Oh, here. my God. Uh, in terms of in shop for less, I would be more than happy for you to be supporting Queensland had you been born in Queensland. Look, if you were from Queensland, I'd allow it. Given its state of origin, I would have been like, yeah, sure, you're from Queensland. And we just would have ripped you for yeah, it. Yeah, if you were born and raised in Queensland, I'd be like, that's absolutely fine. You know what I mean? That's absolutely fine. Even if you were born, if you were born there and. Move you, the next and, day. You, and your mother fucking smuggled you across like the border. Cody to... Walker brought his kid to New South Wales to be born. Exactly. Yeah, I'd, like I'd, I'd, I'd probably, I'd have a, I'd have a hard time digesting it, but I'd probably get over it. Right? If you had spent your youth in Queensland, maybe you were born here, but you lived there for ten years or something, I'd probably still be able to swallow it. But the fact you've never been there, the fact that you were born in, you never Randwick, even stepped foot in the bloody state. Uh, I mean, that's a bit far. But... Well, oh, well, I've been there ten times. What a Bruh. what a what a purposely. I be, like number. what I've been to Italy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Do I go for fucking? Yeah. You know, no, 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 no. And and now, unfortunately for him, is he can never win anything because if Queensland win, you're not a Queenslander, and if New South Wales win, you're not a New South Welsh. From now, no. It's fine. I'll just take Premiership glory with the Storm. I'm happy with that. Well, as we've already said, you're going to lose to the Raiders next week and you're going to be fucking high and dry. Wow. This has been one of the... With the Northern Dribbler, how does he... How's he exposed you? This is wild stuff. This sounds like a disgruntled D or Dave mate who's gone... You've kept this quiet. Is he a mate of yours? No, I don't know. I don't know who this Northern Dribbler is. I reckon he's he's done the maths on, you know, this guy's a Storm fan, all the Storm That's players. not the math. Because as he said, no, no, no. I mean, no, that isn't the math. The math is you both a New South Welshman, you go for a New South Wales. How does Wales. that, mate, I, I never gave a fuck that you went for Storm. Like, I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. It's a bit strange. But you ball boyed from him and shit, so I got it. Yeah. But Well, the supporting came before the ball boy. Yeah, but whatever. When you're young, sometimes you go for different clubs. Yes. Like, it can't be helped. And it doesn't really matter. I don't mind if you go for one team when you're young. If you just pick a team and then you it's go fine. for them forever. It doesn't really bother me. But if you change... Yeah, sure. Then you get shot. But state of origin? It goes against everything that was built on. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense. Just because it's in the title. Like, it's not it's sort of like... You just... Yeah, I know. Isn't that... Shouldn't shouldn't that be a giveaway? State of origin? Where did you originally... You, you, now you... Now you're all at sea. Had the goal to say, oh, he's a bit indifferent now because Queensland suck and fucking New South Wales. Now he's, well, now he, now well, he's back mean, it if down. You, if, if you really, if you go through the quant models of that, Queensland suck because there's not enough Storm players in there. 
I don't give a fuck what the re- what the reason is. I'm rattled as fuck. He's dropping his drink out of anger. I don't care how many storm players there are in there. You are. I mean, we need to. Sh- this is shame. Shame. shame, 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 mate. You'll be shame. Look, until- we might have to make him walk nude through the street while we all throw poo and wee on. Mate, him. this is gonna. Mate, when we fucking tell you little traitorous ass up and go the th- the big lift and go the three peat, I'm gonna be fucking lippy beyond belief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, look, good to know. I'm glad that's out now. Glad that's out in the open. Holy shit. Queensland Dave. Mm. Queensland Dave. Fuck. Of Randwick fame. I knew, <laughs> knew it was coming eventually. Oh, it's yeah, out now. It's out. Oh, it's yeah, out now. Shout out to the Northern Dribbler who's gone the big lift. Yeah. Unearth the traitor in our midst. Oh, fucking hell. I'm going to keep my wallet on me now. Yeah. All right, let's quickly move on and change the subject. Let's. I'm furious. <laughs> yeah, boys. Uh, Mr. Exotic. Um... <laughs> Completely oh, decimated myself on the rack and red tonight. Every um, week, fuck, fuck, have you got any money left? I wasn't even playing. Her wrist is elimination. But um, yeah, just on a side note, does anyone think Paul Vaughan of St. George Laura's fame looks like Barbados from Ants? Then when they go to battle and he loses his legs and he's just laying, he's like, I can't feel my legs. Can you get Barbados from Ants up? It's pretty much fucking me right now. But, um, thoughts. I can't feel my legs. I can't feel my legs. I'd also shout out to the disciples. Um, I'm going to impersonate a... Oh, my God! We might go with a praying mantis (laughs) um, animal sound. It does actually look like it, doesn't it? Danny Exotic's just a cooked carrot. Uh, Mate, Barbados from Ants. From Ants and Paul Vaughan. They are very similar. (laughs) Barbados looks edge. Dude, they do look the same. We'll need to make this into some sort of visual graphic for the P's and D's. Uh, Yeah, Danny, you're right. He does look like Barbados from Ants. (laughs) Great find. Great find. Probably the find you can only get after doing Nangs for fucking six hours straight. And fucking... I, was Ants before my time? I never... Ants was... And Bugs Life. They both Yeah, no, Bugs Life. I knew Bugs Life. Was Ants before Bugs Life? No, they came out literally like the same time. about the same time. Ants, from memory, was a DreamWorks production, but Bugs, Bugs Life, Life is obviously Pixar, and Disney Pixar is the Superior. alpha. Yeah. Mm. Ants was cool. Bugs Life better, I think. Sure. Cool. Happy with that. Woody Allen, Sylvester Stallone, Christopher Walken. Yeah, yeah, but that, yeah, I, I think that tells you what you need so, to know. Yeah, bit of a Magoo cast. Well, Christopher Walken's a goat, but Sylvester Stallone. Listen, let's the just... Italian stallion. Let's move on. And now the yak. 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 What have you done? Yak. This is the one and only time I'm accepting yak this. Soon. Yeah, you've got what you had. What if you if you didn't get your animal sounds in this week? You're not getting. You're not getting anymore. played anymore. But I appreciate it because we did ask for it. I didn't mind the yak. No, that was all right. I mean, is that what yaks sound like? I don't know, but no, he's ripping something off. He's ripping something off. It was an ad or something. G'day, Tom, Eddie, your Dave, hunters, That's the short <clears throat> dribblers, uh, come dog from Newcastle here. Just calling in. Wanted to give a quick shout out to. The All Blacks fucking MVP from Bledisloe 1. Uh, fucking 
referee Paul Williams. Fair. What a fucking dog of a cunt. Holy <laughs> shit. As far as I'm Fair. concerned, boys, that's a Wallabies win. Fuck you, Paul. Beers never. Fuck, Fuck you. Now, Paul's beers never operator. Well, Paul's Paul's under twenty four hour security mm. uh, police guard right now. No, Paul's in trouble. Paul's in trouble. Paul knows he fucked up. Paul's a mess. Anyone that was born in Australia except D or Dave, who probably goes for fucking the All Blacks. Yeah, you would have been fucking singing Aotearoa. At least me and Tom can at least make some sort of claim to it. Yeah, I mean, well, I, is it my family comes from New Zealand? I was singing it. My but dad that's was born in Christchurch. It's a fucking catchy anthem, not because I support the All Blacks. It's a great anthem, but. It's the best I mean, of the world. Is there? I was saying this to my mates this weekend. Is there a better back to back than New Zealand anthem into the hucker? No, there's not. That's a that's the best back to back. Well, you can get a better back to back to back South African anthem into New Zealand into hucker. Mm. There you go. That's there how you, you go. best. Kosi There you go. Well, yeah, you got some South African, but you don't go for them, do you? No, I don't. Because fucking them. Yeah, apartheid and bad shit. My parents fled that country. Well, sure, but you know, like you know, you got some history. Now you're bringing up etch things and making me feel bad about bringing it up and apartheid, obviously. Well, I mean, to be fair, it's not like they were persecuted, so they just fled it because it was a bit inconvenient for them. It was a bit full on. Yeah, I think the people who were persecuted didn't have the luxury. Let's not get into politics. No, 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 no. It's yeah. Dio Dave is mm. a turncoat. I'm just trying to defend myself here. And it's <laughs> obviously turned his back on South Africa. I feel like I'm digging a bigger hole Wales. here. Yeah, he's a turncoat. He's turned his back on Australia. He may well turn his back on the podcast. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if yeah. he comes in Christian next week. <laughs> I'm going to go to the NRL <laughs> roast, guys. Watch out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. You are flirting <laughs> with danger, bro. <laughs> hey, boys. Just saying I hear the union dribbler. We're sitting here watching Reece Hodge line up his three points to fucking win the game here in Wellington. Is this live? Oh, oh, no. no. Stadium here in case he gets it. Come on, Reece, you can do it. We're probably actually... I don't want to dribble for more than 90 seconds, so I'm going to call you back in because... You no, no, no. Don't call back. Stay on. Wishing Kicking P. Dribbler was here to fucking make sure he's got a good idea. Actually, fuck it. Hold on, boys. Good, good. Spirit fingers up. There's a couple of Kiwi birds here. Yeah, righto, darling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, Reesey. Come on, Reesey. 32, 32, 32, 11, 32, 12. <laughs> Hold your breath, boys. Fingers up for the boys. Go on, Reesey. He's gone. That's not the prize. He's got the fucking prize. <laughs> He's come back 10 minutes later with another dribble. That was so good, dude. Hey, boys. Sheena again. Uh, Double dribble this week. You might remember me from my previous tearjerker dribble. (laughs) I reckon this week rivals those tearjerkers because Reese Hodge kicking that ball from 60 metres out. 80. 80. Nothing draws tears from a union dribbler more. Fuck, what a game. Uh, Referee from New Zealand, no surprises. 16 all. All I can say is rugby union, fat boys. <laughs> Fucking know. Can't wait for the next game. Would love to hear more dribble about it. 
Hope you boys watch it and would love to hear your, hear your opinion. Uh, shout out to Frog. Fuck Wayne the Rock Johnson. And uh, beer soon. Great stuff. Beautiful stuff. Beautiful stuff. That's what we love. That is. That's what the show's about. Hall of Fame. Oh, fuck. Pull oh, your headphones out. Oh, fuck. oh, Eddie. Oh, God. Dior the deserter. I, uh... I think at one point when I had my L's, I had a little Queensland frog that was on the oh, windshield, on my fuck. back windshield. Oh, dear. You absolutely. I like cane dog. toads. I like cane oh, toads. Please. My grandparents used to live in Port Douglas and a little bar there. Shout out to the Iron Bar. I used to do cane toad racing. I was, hey, I was indoctrinated out. from a shout young age. Shout out to the Iron know? Bar, Dave. Do not make any more excuses. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy, it's a science idea. Uh, just short, sharp. If you think that a game of Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs and Manly Warringah Seagulls Golden Point is any better than Australia versus New Zealand and the Bladders are going up fucking overtime. And you've probably spoken about this podcast. Do you think that a good game of rugby league is better than a good game of human, union? You're absolutely fucking dreaming. Uh, rugby league World Cup soon. Book Islands versus Italy. Great game. Ha <laughs> ha. Cheers, bye. Einside, you better watch it, mate. I saw photos of your fucking shin tats on the weekend, and they almost brought me to to vomit on my shirt. Shin tats. Shin tats soon. Uh, as we said earlier, which you all have already heard, Einside, dear friend of the show, uh, Baggy Green, owner. A great game of rugby union is equal to any other sport in the world. Uh, I would think that probably not great to be picking a fucking second last and 11th placed side game of rugby league as your comparison to uh, uh, an, an international test between but Australia and New Zealand. When have we ever said on this podcast, Tom, when have we ever said on this podcast that international rugby league and international rugby union are comparable? No. Not. Never. A great game of rugby league and a great game of rugby union are comparable. Yeah, exactly. But test match rugby is, is like, un- nothing's like it. No. So fucking move on. We're all good. Relax. We love it. Yeah. Mate, you don't have to sell us on Test Match Rugby. We're good. It's like trying to sell someone on State of Origin. We're good. You know, most most people get it. Most people get it. If you don't get it, you know, you're Dave. Talk to Dave. Talk to Dave. CC Dave, who doesn't understand State of Origin. But Test Match Rugby, we don't know if Dave gets that either, but... We get it. We get it. All right, last dribble. (laughs) Overseas, long dribble. Long? Long. How long? Two eight two seventy seconds. Fuck it, that's oh the last one. God. Better be good. Oh, howdy, Tom and Eddie, the old Dave, punters, and the dribblers. It's the Murd dribbler here. Um, just calling in after a few weeks' absence of, um, regarding the murder mystery I have you all on. Um, funny thing oh. happened and caused my absence was uh, I actually got a a bill from my phone carrier, AT&T, that had a $45 charge for international calling. A um, little error on my behalf, thinking that it was included in my plan, but other than getting charged $4 a minute, um, I've now line. been living off um, some pinto beans, a few tacos here and there. But anyway, I just wanted to give a shout-out to KD. Um, there's a lot of rhetoric around him being overthrown as the King Dribbler, but I just wanted to throw my support behind him. And funnily enough, it uh, this whole campaign to maybe get rid of KD reminds me a lot of the 0607 Kevin Rudd campaign, 
to actually dismiss John Howard, arguably one of our greatest ever prime ministers. Who fell? Um, ever growth of the, the Canberra <coughs> Parliament House records. Um, I actually did a bit of research, a bit of Dior on the 06 07 Kevin Rudd campaign. And in his election winning speech, Kevin Rudd made a few comments. And if I could indulge you a little bit, I'd like everyone just every time I mention Mr. Howard, substitute KD in. And every time I say working families, I want you to think of the punters and the dribblers. So Kevin Rudd said, after 11 years, Mr. Howard has lost touch with working families. He has become so used to being in office that he no longer understands what fairness actually means. After 11 years, Mr. Howard has become stuck in the past. He simply doesn't understand the new changes that we may face in the future. Mr. Howard's government has lost touch with working families. Mr. Howard is offering no leadership other than a plan to retire and hand over to Peter Costello. Now, is Peter Costello Prince Dribbler? I don't know. I'm just putting it out there for the punters and the dribblers. But has KD lost touch with the HSP followers? Does he just not understand the challenges that we face? I'd like to put that question firstly out to you, Tom and Eddie. But then I really wanted to get on the more important thing. And yes, oh, I know I'm on, on nine cents a minute now with my upgraded AT&T plan. So I've got a few more minutes than I otherwise might have had it for. He's upgraded his plan to call the hotline. But I wanted to give you some more clues. There's clearly no idea on Tom's behalf on who I am, despite someone calling in by the name of Hugh thinking he knew who I was. But I wanted to give you some more clues. And these are directed at Tom. I know who Cyrus Riley is, that absolute child prodigy, and you may even classify him as a man-child. I'm good friends with Josh Ellis Flynn and Ethan Pettiford. My brother was good friends with you back in the day, but I believe slowly drifted apart. And for Eddie and Dior Dave, to get you included, to get you engaged, I don't have social media platforms anymore, so that's going to be pretty hard to track me down. But mm. I have once sent a DM to the Hello Sport Instagram. Fuck. If you would like to go back on those Jesus, and try and no find thanks. out who I am, no. you might be able to find who I who I really am and solve this murder mystery. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. And I want to leave you with one thing to consider, and it goes back to my support for KD and him holding his crown, is do people really like Great Northern better, or is 4X still just sued that ir- irresistible clinch for thirst. In 2011, a research company showed that 50% of people were satisfied with the Howard government being the best government in the last 30 years. Compare that to just 12% who said the Rudd government is there. Big Tasty and the Tasty Boys. Is the grass really greener on the other side? Quick shout-out to the Sleep Dribber. Look forward to hearing you more. Take it easy. Cheese and bacon roll soon. Fucking oh hell. You know what? That was God. worth listening to. That was worth listening to. Hall of Fame. We should be... Hopefully we've saved all of this motherfuckers. Oh, that was great. Well, he certainly named a lot of people I know there. Cyrus Riley was a weapon footy player in my year in year six. Um, Cyrus, hope you're well, bro. Absolute animal. Uh, then I know Josh and Ethan... And I know his brother, but we've drifted apart. So, look, I'm assuming this is barrel days. Has to be. Good stuff. 
Good stuff. This Great is. Trouble. I tell you what. In terms of creativity of dribble, this is... It's tremendous. Tremendous. It's tremendous. And he speaks eloquently. He speaks very well. That Howard Rudd I love the rhetoric analogies. was fucking huge. Yeah. Is John... I don't know. Out of touch with the people? Well, he certainly is, but are we giving John the credit of John Howard? Maybe. Well, I mean, look, he was John, the original. John doesn't call in enough. That's the that's pure and simple. No. KD, KD. the dribblers, doesn't call in enough. No, doesn't contribute. No. He did. He used to. Yeah. No, he's lost his way. I mean, I don't know where you guys stand. When I hear, you know, Rudd taking over from Howard, I think new era, better stuff to come, you know, better policies, you know, better leadership. I think that the new era of the Prince Dribbler or whoever's taking over from KD could be a better era. Look, it could be, Dave. I'll tell you this. That was the first election I ever voted in, and I was on schoolies when I did it. And if you think I knew what I was doing, I assure you I didn't. But I wouldn't have really fucking known. And I'm not a big politics guy, Eddie. No, you're not. Uh, and I just look at John Howard on how he makes me feel as opposed to Kevin Rudd. Now, Kevin makes me feel nothing. Put all politics aside. John yep. just makes me feel safe. Again, to, 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 to borrow from our dear friends at the Great Cricketer. John makes me feel safe. John's tracksuit makes me feel safe. John got rid of guns in this country, even though apparently there's more guns owned by people than ever in the history of the country. Uh, John makes me feel safe. Now, does that mean that KD makes me feel safe? No, not really, because he's not doing anything. Maybe at some point every dog has their day or are done for the day. Now, Tom, Eddie, are you aware of Kevin Rudd's uh, mantle of being the handball king of Australia? Yeah, but he looks like such a fucking magoo when he plays that I'm just like... I guarantee you I bury that cunt in handball with inside a minute. I've seen the magoo play, and I'm like, bruh, go down to Dubbo South Primary School fucking courts and I'll show you up the other week. And and take on anyone standing in the ace square, and they're going to put you to shame. I see a fucking magoo operator when I see one. They're going easy with the cameras, mate. He's playing against his son, who's obviously not going to try beat his dad no, on no. camera. This is it's a it's, no, no. it's that's that's propaganda right there. Yeah. You've bought that hook, line, and sinker, Dave. I don't, I don't, I don't consider myself. I'd say I'm probably more left than right if I had to give myself anything. But I mean, we all know Dave is Dave's Antifa. He's as left as they get. He is. So obviously, he's going to believe Kevin Rudd's propaganda around handball, which you know he's buying hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. Is that us? We done? Cheers, comrades. <laughs> uh, make sure you check out KO socials over the weekend, P's and D's. We'll put some shit up on our Facebook, uh, on our uh, on our IG to to remind you. But we're going to be down there race race weekend, greatest race uh, greatest race on earth, really, and the biggest race in Australia. We'll direct you there. We'll direct you there. Uh, bloody burnt rubber and petrol fume soon, bro. Bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.